Sickness. It's Wednesday, 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, creepy E, big dick Toledo, ready to go. And uh, you got to forgive uh, Brett and I. Overnight girl Brett, me, a bunch of wild people. And a Tuesday night bachelor party last night, and it was off Tuesday. The reservation, it was far, it was a long haul. Why the hell would anybody have a well, bachelor you know, party on a Tuesday? Great deal. Here's the thing, here's the the thing about bachelor parties. I guess. Well, we didn't have a venue. We sat outside at a cigar bar. It was very nice. The people were great. But here's the thing, and I think, Brett, you'll back me up on that. Uh, it's uh, a Tuesday night because uh, the people involved are in their 30s, and their best friend, uh, I think, is 70. Like, his best friend's a 70-year-old man, which is Brett's dad. And then Brett's friend, you know, they're all... And then the worst part is... 30-year-olds and 70-year-olds all hanging together? Well, it was eight, a guy in his 30s, 30... What is Ted? Like, 37, 35, something? No one knows. No one knows Ted's age. He's a mystery, Captain Coronado. But uh, so he has the cigar bar thing on a Tuesday because he's getting married this weekend. And here's the worst part of it. I was like, you know, we I knew it was going to be relaxed. It was supposed to be relaxed kind of thing. But I was starving to death. There was no food. So Brett and I ended up going someplace else. Before Brett got there, even, uh, I sat down at the table, a bunch of guys sitting there, the best man the 70-year-old best friend and all this stuff, and we're all kind of chatting away. Everybody's puffing cigars. I'm not a cigar guy, so I didn't have one. And I said, Teddy, congratulations. Good move, man. You're getting married, huh? So I said, any regrets? Are you starting to have second thoughts, cold feet? And uh, you got to understand, Captain Coronado's from San Diego, but he, he got kicked in the head by a mule, so he's got a Chicago accent for no reason at all. And he said, uh, I got to tell you, you know what? I can't wait for the day. As it gets closer, I realize how lucky I am. And how beautiful this all is. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I, I'm listening to this whole thing. And I'm like, I, and I, and I, every, all the guys are like just nodding. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know all that, but I don't want to f- hear it. Shut up. Tell me something manly for a minute. I'm just so deep in love. And I just got all these tinglies. And uh, I got the feel so bad that uh, from my toes to my nose, see. And then also, I just read today, as if life couldn't get better, they're opening a new Portillo's out in Avondale going to be some road work but i'll be out there getting some wet sandwiches i'm like all right all right that's like enough. jesus give me a beer christ he's in love so then brett gets there i'm like thank god uh brett's here and whoever says that so brett shows up and we're hanging out and brett and i popped a couple 18 percent beers that we weren't expecting without food so i don't we, kick you here's the fun part brady we went over to this little italian place next next to the cigar bar sells pizzas and sandwiches and stuff go in there Girl takes our order, and we both get cheesesteaks and uh, talking and stuff. And then the owner comes out, and I swear to God, he's all cheesesteak. He's very good, very good. What in the hell's going on at this You point? want cheap? Yeah. You want cheap? You like it cheap? Oh, very good, very good. I'm like, wait a minute. You shouldn't be running an Italian. I don't want to be a bigot and stuff, but no. Wrong noodles, man. Family recipe. Yeah, wrong <laughs> noodles, brother. <Three> generations. <laughs> right? Oh, you like it, my gravy? It's like, your gravy's going to be terrible. It was good, but it was different. It's just uh, I'm going to remain bigoted in my restaurants. I want my Italian restaurants run by a fat Italian man with stains all over his shirt, not an incredibly clean-cut Asian who, with the accent and everything. Very like he was a oh, very good, very good, very good. I'm like oh, okay, okay. no, 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 no. I want the uh, real owner that uh, that runs this place to come out. And go here's your stuff. Enjoy. So wait, I came in kind of in the middle. Did you say you went to McDonald's also? I, uh, yeah, and then at the end, I was so the eighteen percent alcohol thing was. I just wow. needed grease. It wasn't a drunk beer either. I was fine. I just hadn't eaten all day, so I had the Chinese Italian sandwich, 
which wasn't filling at all. And it wasn't like, a good base. I got to crush the McDonald's on the way home, so I, I just, I, you know, I went full Clemson national champions at McDonald's. I, it was from that seeing it on platters earlier in the morning. Oh, it could have been. The way Trump presented all that food to Clemson, I'm like, I need to get me some McDonald's. It was an interesting, it was an interesting evening, but congratulations to our buddy, Ted. The last thing you want to hear at a bachelor party is how in love the groom is. Ugh. That is the opposite of why we do that. You know, I wanted to just keep it casual and talk to you guys about the Lord Jesus and love. I'm like, oh, it's my nightmare. No drinking. Oh, God. Yeah, you're supposed to get it out of your system. Yeah, that's the point of the whole thing. He should have been knee-deep in Brett's dad. That should have been like, I never tried this before with an septuagenarian. I'm going deep. And then drill that guy. But the only crazy part of the night was that... Asian dude handing us Philly cheesesteaks at an Italian restaurant. That was weird. That was it, huh? That was it, man. Everybody go your separate ways. Pretty much like, well, that'll do it. You're all great people. I'm I'm not. I need to leave. (laughs) I'm I'm making this worse. He's such a nice person. Sorry, I missed. I would have maybe enjoyed that. You might have actually really had a nice... (laughs) Brady would have been there going, what is it like? (laughs) Love... And once the conversation turns to sports and stuff, hey, 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 Ted, what was that thing you're telling me about the feels from your toes to your nose? Paul Brady, sometimes at night I wake up <laughs> and my pillow's wet from tears of joy as the love courses through my veins. <laughs> oh Although you oh said God. the no food thing. That <laughs> oh, there was no food. Well, there was next yeah. door. Oh, you like a Philly cheesesteak, a pizza pie? I'm like, what the hell is this place? like witness relocation for all the wrong reasons. Uh, we are not allowed to talk about the case. Moving to Gilbert, open Italian restaurant. Huh? It was an ad scratcher, that's for sure. But it was, I mean, everybody, every, and you, Brett was there. Everyone there is like the nicest person in the world. And I just remember while he's giving his love speech, I just said, shut the f*** up. Where's the whores? Get me a strip or something. That's not how the night's going to work. Love confuses. Oh, Teddy. But he's in it, man. He's in deep. He's got the feels. He is all over it. So the Tuesday night bachelor party. Most of the time, the it's Tuesday. It's better going into it that way than the other way. What do you for mean? For sure. Getting married. That you... Oh, that you hate her? <laughs> yeah. No, it's better going in, loving her, and having that last night of at least just, you know, doing coke off of Kirk's ass. I had something, something. But yeah, it was uh, it was fun to fun to sit through uh, that because I've never seen that before. But then I realized I'm in that age demographic now where dudes getting married were at the precipice of forever loneliness. You know, Ted was probably a year or two of the shock today actually <laughs> happened. He's just happy somebody said okay, and that's how the people. I want to let you know that you're the one for me. Our hearts have bonded. You are the other half of my life, and I want to... Okay. Jesus, I didn't expect that. What's We're getting married. Love is an amazing thing, John. Like, yeah. This oh, lady, no. 72 years old, met the love of her life at her son's funeral. Oh, boy. He's 21. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Wait, wait. At her son's funeral? Yeah. Friend no, of the son's? Man. It's okay as the picture of them together <laughs> oh. doing the selfie in the mirror, and then they're making out, and you're like, I don't want to see that. I don't... That, How did her son 53 die? 53 years older. I don't know. Grandmother found love with a teenager. Hey, smart they, move. They by met the, the first boy. time. She yeah. Was, she was like, oh, yeah. 
It's a, it's a great investment. Look, it is well, an investment policy. That's well, all he, that he got is. a younger no bride because I think his previous girlfriend was yeah. 77. Did she die? Oh, wow. He's into it. No, he's they broke. They uh, broke she'd up. been married before for 43 years, but she confessed in a new YouTube video that Gary was her soulmate. That's what Ted was saying last night. Is she sick at all? Maybe, you know, does she have the big C or anything? No, uh, you got to hope for that. Because yeah. otherwise she's just going to get old fast and... Hopefully, hopefully, for his sake, she doesn't hang on. She's not one of them 90-year-olds. The hugs, the kisses, the compliments. So romantic. The couple had the affection before. The couple had sex the first time on their wedding night, so they waited. That's what Ted and his lady are doing. We're not going to have sex till the night of the wedding. Yeah. Married the old lady? Yeah. Yeah. Beyond my wildest dreams. She's really my dream woman. And the physical side of our relationship couldn't be better. Yes, it could. She could be. God. She could be thirty. What's wrong with those people? Oh my God! Where is this? But not one mention of why her it son died. Say what state? But they, you know, Ohio. I, I, no, I noticed uh, Walmart was in there, so it's in the states. Oh, well, of course. Although he, he dated a woman who was seventy-seven. Oh man, oh man. What do they talk about? Who cares? They're Nothing. not talking. Gravy. Pull your teeth out and open that mouth, yeah. Grandma. I don't want to hear words. Ugh. You make English too much. <laughs> How's your menopause today? Oh, God. menopause has been over for 20 years. <laughs> she, she's way past that. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Can't get her pregnant. Nice. Uh, anyway, he used to fight with his old one, so he got a new one. They never once mentioned the dead son where they met. I know. Yeah. I'm just scanning the article. It's like, we met at his funeral. It's like, well, what happened to your son? Who had to be probably in his late forties? Well, this is a tragedy and, dad, and a tragedy. Dad, uh, her husband of forty-three years went away. Well, you know, weeks. last night I learned from Captain Coronado: love has no age limits. <laughs> <laughs> he was all in. It is it, as we creep closer to his weekend wedding. It is. It'd have been nice with some poetry or something. Uh, we were close. I thought he was going to start writing it on the napkin. I, I didn't come prepared, but I just, uh, I whittled this into the table and figured that I'd read it. Love. Exciting and new. And that's a love boat fame. Just let him finish. Climb aboard. We're expecting you. <laughs> and love. Don't, Ted. We get it. We asked Ted to make that his first name. Life's sweetest rule. Make it there, his. But... Oh man, I wish I was his best. No, it's like God. a good sassish. <laughs> you imagine your speech. How great it would be if you just hit the glass. Ting, ting, ting. Hey, uh, best man speech. You just Ted. Please. Love, exciting and new. Climb aboard. We're expecting you. <laughs> Love, life's sweetest reward. People in the audience would be looking like I know what he's doing. Younger people would be like, this is beautiful. They record it. Let it float. It floats back to you. The love boat. What's he talking about? They're on the love boat. Their Ted's just wiping tears out. This is freaking beautiful. <laughs> Pass me some cheese. Yeah, okay, I go into the wedding this weekend. He's gonna, he's gonna be a blubbering mess. Oh, it's gonna be great. Captain Coronado's gonna be a blubber. I was blubbering mess the first time. I, I think my body knew. Don't do it, Don't do it Johnny. <laughs> I think I was like, come on, man, what are you doing? Run. Run. Cry and run. The saddest a man can be without master. Cry and run. I don't think I had an emotion. 
I knew it was waiting. <laughs> you were just afraid. You start crying any second. Cry! <laughs> I had my son there holding him, yeah. so that was easy. Are you crying? No, you were going to use him as a shield. Yeah, yeah, Smart. Exactly. That's a good move. Yeah, yeah. That's a good move. <laughs> I was numb from the multiple tequila shots. Yeah, you were drunk. Oh, yeah, right? you were. That was a good move. Yeah, you were. You were bombed. Bombed, I tell you. Anyway, yeah, it was fun. A bachelor party on a Tuesday. Never had it before. But you know what? It's an experience. Mainly because I've never met a fresh off the boat Asian who runs an Italian pizza parlor. And I think that was the highlight of my night. <laughs> Got weird. Got weird fast. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. Give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. That is the phone number you can fire off anything. And a lot of people are uh, emailing me saying, Hey, I've been noticing. I got that Scorpions thing yesterday. It perked up everybody's ears. Noticing you guys are adding in a lot. I heard Rush, and I heard him like, hey, it's our 40th anniversary of being a rock station. Which not, It's just amazing that KUPD's been doing this this long. 59-year-old station. But 40 years of it, we're super proud of the last 40 years as rock. So uh, you're going to hear some of that mixed in, so why not throw it in there on the wake-up songs? Give us something that, you know, maybe part of the last 40 years of your life that may be forgotten and we can throw in there. Don't make it. Uh, awful though, don't no striper or, or YMT. You know, if you Google rock songs from 1979, yeah. Donna Summer pops up. Oh yeah, what? Well, it was all kind yeah, of a hot. That was right at the end of the uh, disco. In the disco, disco rock. They and count pop. that as rock. Disco like, rock pop was all one thing because yep. it, it was way before like the, the America's Top Forty. Casey Kasem was playing con- like Lady Lionel whoa, Richie. Whoa. Did I say country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> that one gets me every time. <laughs> How come I can't finish that word? <laughs> Anyway, you know what I meant. It's yes. the land we live oh, yeah. in. The sea music. That's right. The C-word music. Anyway, country music. So dirty. But he, yeah, I remember I remember when we'd listen to it all the time. It'd be like Kenny Rogers, Lionel Richie, ACDC. And, it was, and everybody listened. Nobody had like this breakdown of what it was. So that was KUPD's playlist? Then? No, we went, didn't do it. No, and then, and, then in, and then once ACDC and Ozzy and all that stuff kind of made their own genre, we started rock stations were rock stations. But yeah, you didn't have Donna Summer. But it was all... Crammed together. Nobody John, I, I have to ask. Your Tuesday night bachelor party. Yeah. Sounds pretty gay. What the hell? Oh, did my. the other groom have a Tuesday night bachelor party, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what was the other, the other groom? The Ted's groom. <laughs> he was there. And I just want to show everybody what it looks like when two sausages fall for each other. <laughs> Kirk, open your mouth. Open your guy. Here we go. Here we go. Kirk's going to play the part of my beloved, and I'll be playing the part of the sausage. Tuesday night bachelor party. Look out now. It's almost nine. You guys got a long drive back. It was it was it was it was a nice evening, but it's not what you you know, it's not they're not gonna make movies about these kind of bachelor parties. We well, can get right into restaurants oh, and it's great. wherever you go. I yeah. Mean, yeah, that's thing. You didn't have to reserve the room <laughs> about eight thirty the staff starts looking around like, Don't you guys have places to be in the morning? <laughs> Come on, get out of here. No, half my friends here are retired. I'm not sleeping because I'm walking on clouds. <laughs> I'm just floating above the surface here. You know, I'm in love. All right, here's your bill. Why is this guy talking to me? Just hours of Hours of Ted being in love. Ugh. You know, I was looking at an airplane the other day, and I said, you know, if I just close my eyes, I'm as high as that plane right now. Powers of love. It's quantum physics of love. Please stop saying words. Anyway, yeah, so uh, throw in an oldie if you want to. Uh, we'll see if we can pop it in there. 585-9800, and let's wake up together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. All right.
go. Off it's Captain Coronado. <laughs> He's just feeling love. Oh, jeez. Did I mention how much I love that lady friend of mine? Yeah, that you did. You don't even drink. This is pathetic. Ted doesn't drink? No. Oh, no. I knew that. He did all the drinking he needed to do and stopped doing it. But yeah, he's uh, oh, he's just he's one of the kindest people ever. But no, nobody wants to gather around in a group of men and talk about love. Yuck! By the way, show your forearms again there. Real quick. Yeah. yeah, he got beat up. Oh, this Man. was a, this was a nice day at the old Tactical Black yesterday. That's some good evidence. The House of right Brews, there. baby. That was uh, we had a good time yesterday. Took some good shots. We were we were playing some real fun knife defense drills, and uh, it got intense. There was some. I was taking the brunt of it, but I landed a few. Not as many as landed on me, but I landed. And then uh, there was a, I think we played, I think there was one game we played uh, uh, called uh, Tony Gets Revenge on John. I think that was pretty much what it was. Because I've kicked Tony in the nuts, I've shot him in the nipples, I've done all sorts of things with him. He got me good yesterday. But it was just one of those, you end up smiling, you get, you know, in football when you get hit so hard, you're like, that made my day. That was that. It was fun. I have to sign a lot of waivers for this. Right? No, not, well, you sign some waivers, but it's you know contact sports, no different. Got to sign waivers when you take your kid to any of these little yeah. faith centers. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> the paperwork. Have you filled ridiculous. out the waiver? Yeah. Do we have a current waiver on file for you? <laughs> yeah, there's a thing in there. I mean, I'm going through. I'm going through a little bit different stuff than well, like the normal class. They do all this. They just they, they they for some reason or another have advanced me into a level of of taking. I mean. These guys. I don't think we I take some shots. Yeah, I'm happy to be there, and I'm I'm holding my own as best I can. These guys are good. I'm, uh, so you're uh, to the stage like if the, your robber knows like uh, jujitsu and boxing, and well, so they're coming at you with like flying kicks and stuff. Oh yeah, no. If you want to start your sport, if you, that's the fun thing about it. You want to start your sport stuff with me. This is not a sport. Yeah, Krav is not a sport. Uh, tactical black's not a sport. It's, Gouge out your eye. It is. Uh, oh, okay. You want to play flying kicks and kick me in the thigh and wear me down? I'm gonna pull your nuts out and shove them in your throat. That's this is this is street fighting. This isn't. Golly, I hope the judges don't get mad at me. It's street fights, and it's I survival. I hope the judges uh, help me out here in this I hope survival I had fight. fight control yeah. there. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you're gonna try to put me in a leg lock. Oh, I'm just shoving your nuts up into your body. Yeah, those are against the rules. Yeah, I don't see a cage or Dean. I don't see any of that. We're fighting and teaching survival skills. Yeah, I don't skills. see Herb. Dean yeah, I, don't see, I don't see Herb. I don't see Big Dean. I'm not. Do you uh, actually practice shoving balls into people? You, you definitely go to the nuts a lot. That'd be yeah, that'd be hard to it practice. Was a surprise that. For you know what happens after a while, and this is true of the guys up there at uh, House with Tony, especially because I've kicked him. And their nuts go numb. They're used to it. It's crazy. It's not normal. I mean, kicking in, I kicked Tony in the nuts pretty much every Tuesday and Friday. And, I got intern Jeremy pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. You, when we were up, you went up to that one. You, Jeremy didn't like Jeremy it. Jeremy was not. His nuts aren't numb yet. That, his nuts no. aren't numb yet. It's fun. But yeah, I came, out of, I came out of yesterday with the evidence of a good day. It was a blast. I'm telling you, man. I can, I can talk until I'm blue in the face about not only the, the experience, but how much fun it is. It is. It's, you just walk away smiling because it's just fun. So much of a challenge. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday. You know that lady that was in that uh, GameStop? Well, that lady. Yeah. The tranny. Trans, trans best gender. Yeah. Trans lady. The trans. This one here. It is ma'am. That one. It is ma'am. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Yeah, that one. It is ma'am. 
So uh, the, the, she's doing the rounds now of interviews. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Once again, man. Uh, and it's 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 a big fella. And there's a lot of memes going around. Bam! Oh, I'm sorry. It is. I'm sorry. Once again, <laughs> man. It's a big lady friend. It's a big lady fella, I'll call her. Uh, and the best part of that whole thing when she's mad at the kid at GameStop when she said, you call me sir one more time, I'll show you, sir. <laughs> she was going to turn back into a dude and kick his ass in the parking lot. What game was she buying? I well, she was returning one that her son had rented. Oh. Guessing her very confused son, but that's just me. So she's standing there screaming that it's ma'am, it's ma'am. She did an interview for KOB uh, News in Albuquerque yesterday. You, you know how much better this is going to get? Do you know how much better? It is ma'am. This isn't going to die here. She's a rapper. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> she, no. She's like, Come on. she's going to express her feelings. What show is she uh, she's a rapper. I don't know, but she's like. Well, she can call herself a rapper. Does she okay. make money rapping? It doesn't matter. She's going to release one and we're going to hear it. All right. Yeah, she's going she's gonna to write a rap and express her anger in, in rap. She's the rapper. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Trans? <laughs> she is, uh, I don't know what she is. My name is, my name is <laughs> yeah. ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Uh, so I'm like, whoa, she claims to rap for a living. That means we're going to hear a rap song from her. Well, this is going to get better. I noticed the accent kind of changed there in that. Oh, yeah. I didn't put the MFR in there. I should right. probably get that one because when she drops the MFR, it's, <laughs> it's full dude. on. It's, it's full on what she was. Yeah. yeah. It is man. It is man. Mother. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it was pretty great. So when I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, I'm like, this thing making the rounds because she had a video where she lost her mind and she looks weird and that's all that is and then she broke out to well i am a rapper by trade i'm like oh oh my oh ma'am please write a rap called it is ma'am it is ma'am has to be the first and then then, it it is ma'am it is ma'am i'm mixing it right now it is ma'am no senor no senor (laughs) no senor it is ma'am it is (laughs) ma'am No, ah, it's my, I got to get a beat behind that. No, We're going to have something there. I think no, it'll be fantastic. And it can't be any different than uh, what I was watching with Larry in his office as we started to watch uh, the R. Kelly thing together. And uh, I'm telling you, I didn't know. Was I, this I, part I, of the, the documentary? Yeah, I've, he was in Ethiopia. And this went on for nine minutes. This is the musical genius of R. Kelly. This was a song he was singing to Ethiopians. I got it. Your passport? Did you get your shots, girl? Would you like to come back with Rob to America? Are you up to date on your current inoculations? Do you have paperwork? I can. I can take you out of this hell. Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? It never ends. They got it down. He needs it. Yeah, well, it's it's a song. This isn't something he's making up. Oh, he wasn't making it. No. He's a musical genius of R. Kelly. Everybody always says he's brilliant. I'm like, I have not gotten it once. Like, you know, that... The, uh, the air up there song, or what was that song? The Space Jam song. I believe I, I can play it. That's it, though. That's all I really got. From I'm, yeah, digging that's that it. Hit. I'm digging that hit. That, do, do you have your passports? Do you have your shots? Line up. I'm going to take you home. Back with Rob. Come back to America with Rob. 
Didn't he in that Trapped Weird. in the Closet album, didn't he sing about farts or something? Yeah, yeah in the oh, middle yeah. of the song he starts, and midgets. A midget was there was a, a heated fight. Yeah, in the, they're in a heated fight, and in the middle of it, he goes, and then Bridget scared me, cause out from the cabinet there was a midget, a midget. And I'm like, what happened in this song? And there was two chapters. I've, yeah, thirteen minutes long both times. I don't get the R. Kelly thing. I don't know why. Then I fought it. Yeah. Then I fought it. I fought it. He's a genius. He's we're just saying what happened. The dude has 32 albums on iTunes right now. 32? 32. Not singles, albums. I mean, they're they're 10 bucks a pop. I just want to know it's if any... It's the Nick Cage of music. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, he'll yes. take it. It's a song. He'll do it. Whatever you want to sing. No, I'm just What's like, today? I went to the store today. That's. Uh, I was sitting next to Ted last night. He's in love. The man's in love. He loves her. He likes things about his girlfriend. He's just a journal. He's a singing yeah. journal. And he likes Portillo sandwiches. Dip wet. Dip wet like his lady. Wherever he is, he's like, You're a genius. It. She's that'll, got a hangnail. That'll be $43, yeah. sir. The lady at Safeway wants money from me. She asked me for 43 I said, no. No, baby. We make a trade in love. What are you doing? Just give me the money. I got people in line. She's getting frustrated. He's an idiot. I mean, I don't, I don't understand the hubbub about R. Kelly being a genius because I've never really followed his music. But I want to know if there's any Ethiopian women in the, in the crowd that went backstage and went, Mr. Rob, I am current on my inoculations and I have my passport. Per your suggestion, I'd like to go back to America with you. I get my passport tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Need your passport now? <laughs> Planes leaving? Oh, I thought you meant I had a few days. Get up to date. You can come back to America with Rob. It was weird. So we're watching that, and Larry and I are looking at each other and like, why is he famous? Is it just the I Believe I Can Fly song? Or He's got a couple, but... Man, the girls go crazy. When yeah. see every, I mean, just a couple of weeks ago at that concert. They're showing the video where they're just grabbing yeah. at him. Oh, yeah, and he had his towel, and he made him suck the towel and stuff. I just don't get it, though. It's offensive to ask a woman if she's had her shots. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's not first date material. That's not even a question on uh, you know Match.com. And they, they get in-depth, but, like, do, have you had your current vaccine? Well, they, they know he has his. Because well, yeah, he made there. it there, right. Yeah. So I guess. But, no, it's not something you ask a lady. You assume it. And then if it comes up later and the State Department says she didn't have her shot, you're like, oh, I didn't think to ask. You were thinking it the whole time. You just can't ask a woman. It's like asking a woman's weight. It's the basic shots, credit score. Oh, right. Credit scores first. I'll go with that. And that's a little bit, you know. But have, you ever, are you inoculated? Or have you been inoculated? Can we travel? What? You, are you, I don't want you to get dysentery. Maybe we're just missing the lyrical genius. On his uh, album Black Panties, he has tracks like Marry the P. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what Ted's going to Show do. you pee. Oh, he likes the pee. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Pee. <laughs> shut up? Let's hear a little shut up. All right. Give me a taste of shut up. Careful. I could awake. A tsunami of rumors had come to wipe my career away. After 22 years of a blessed career. You had me lying in my hospital bed crying mad tears. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I I had many people hate me. I had so many people loving me. Let's not forget the hood around the world covering me. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's just going bananas. Landslide. Yeah, we're doing that today. We're bringing Shut up. up. 
All that negative. That's all we yeah. need is one shut up. Yeah. Well, it's the negative. It's just he's not very good. I didn't know it was all of his songs. I thought Trapped in the Closet was kind of a joke that he was doing. That's all of his songs sound like that. Not one of them is different. It's so, his daily routine, and he sings about it. Yeah, that's it. I just woke up and hit the snooze bar. Gonna sleep for nine more minutes after I write down what I'm talking about. <laughs> now I got eight minutes. Things aren't going as well as I thought during snooze time. Maybe he just travels with a recorder everywhere. He just sings into it. He, he must, Eric, because the first song on Trapped in the Closet yeah. is Trapped in the Closet chapters one through five, and it's 16 yeah. and a half. Yeah, it's brutal. Time. I watched the whole thing. It was a movie. They oh, sent it was a movie? Yeah, so they sent oh, the video. We did a mystery theater over at watching it. It was great. Back and forth. I've seen it several times. Now we're at seven minutes of the snooze, and I think I gotta pee. I got half an erection. This ain't gonna be easy. It builds three or four times. Yeah. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But do you have your shots? I can't get enough to listen to this. I got it. It's all romantic. The ladies in Ethiopia. Did you get it to build like you said? Did you get your shots? You took it, you Would you like to come? Like, who's it? And the girl's like, I have my shots. He's going to take us back to New York. Do you have your shots? No, I do not. You cannot go. This do is where we part ways, Sanjay. It's just, it's not, it's not nice to ask a woman if she's been inoculated for travel. John, is it fair of me to say that R. Kelly is the Randy Newman of hip hop? <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> He's Randy Newman. You're right. Only he does. I don't think Randy Newman rapes people. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great, though, if you found out Randy had six late? A duet. You got a friend in me. This fat white man is singing at me. You got a friend in me. Maybe Randy has a song about farts, too. <laughs> I farted. <laughs> I farted, too. We fart. We unite the colors of farting. He does I love to fart. <laughs> I love to fart. <laughs> and I love farting, too. Unless you ain't been inoculated. Then you might have dysentery, spreading disease. No one likes disease. R. Kelly and Randy Newman sing what they see. John, to me, R. Kelly was always better on South Park. Oh, he's great on that one. I just don't. I, I, it was hilarious. And Larry and I watching that yesterday, was, it was just a treat. Just an all-out treat. And that... Is from the documentary yeah, part that you guys of the, been watching I, well, for the week? I don't know if it was because Larry's been looking at other stuff. He didn't watch the last episode They're or two. They're slow. Are they? I haven't watched any of it. So he's like, I, yeah, I, I couldn't I stick to with watch it. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we all know. It's like this big buzz over R. Kelly's documentary. He's like, yeah, we should arrest yeah, him. Everybody's immediately. so shocked. Yeah, and I don't get it. And the, the one thing that I do want to see is the parents that, that are like, why is it? They're kind of saying the same things. Like, why isn't. Why is everybody so shocked? Here's video footage of us getting our daughter back. And it wasn't easy. Like they had to the go in outside the hotel, re kidnap their own kid from R. Kelly, and they've got it on tape. And they're like, "Why is this documentary a big? This is videotape of us stealing our own daughter back from R. Kelly." While he yells, "Like is that? That was a long time ago. So is that anything people should have paid attention to before?" Well, we're mad now, though. Yeah, we don't know why you're mad now, but you are. But evidently, R. Kelly will have a whole album out of it. Now, who's still supporting him? Who supported that anyway? Who wants to listen to... I just want, I want to meet the Ethiopian woman that was let down. Because she had her shots and her passport. And she thought it was an invitation. It was just a song. I wonder if he took anyone out. 2,000 were let yeah, down. Yeah, there was, was a line. 
There was a refugee camp of R. Kelly ladies that were ready to go back to America, all current. You gotta get a lot of shots to go to Ethiopia. And how's he big in Ethiopia? How's that music translating anywhere? Tap the states. I wrote this on my way to the facility tonight. And I'm like, of course you did. You just you saw 13 things and you I put got four it. minutes together. It's just, it, I don't get it. I don't understand the world at all anymore, but that one's really got me. And now I know that if I'm ever with a lady, I can now look at her and go, do you have your shots? Oh. She's going to melt, evidently. That's just, that's hot. Show me that passport. Why don't you show me your scars from your vaccination? Oh. They still give oh. you that yeah, star-shaped give, give you that star. big one with all the needles in it. Give you that weird thing on your shoulder. People from the 1978 behind that usually have them. It turns me on because it means you can travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can go to India and drink the water. Did you get parasite shots? He couldn't finish the song in India. Well, the stage oh, yeah. was just warmed. Well, yeah, the minute you say that in India, I think, take it back to America. Where are you going? All of our shots were all current, R. Kelly. Rob! I walked through India. I watched all you in the water. Thank God I had my shots. He's big on medical advice. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, if you want to watch it, it's up to you. I haven't been able to sit through any of it. But watching that yesterday, I'm like, this is this is a musical genius evident. People will not stop saying it. And this thing's going crazy. I wonder if they're going to have a follow-up like they did Making a Murderer. You know, I had that, and it, it was so big, they just forced another one at us that wasn't anywhere near as good, but people still kind of sucked it up because they were still on the... They're going to do something else with R. Kelly later, because I don't think anybody... Expects, like, like Leah Remini, she's still doing that Scientology thing, and the first one, you're like, good for you, this is fantastic, and now the third season, you're like, well, now you're just making money. You're as bad as Scientology at this point. They're, yeah, they're kind of running out of Yeah, you got stuff. nothing to do. You they're and repeating that, stuff. Mike Bender just keep making people cry. Then what happened... Well, the same thing that happened to everybody else you've talked to for the last three years. They were mean to me. They kept me in the place over no there. No investigation or nothing. And, yeah. yeah. Do you think that they uh, should pay taxes? Of course I do. We're going to do nothing about that. Lear and I drove around for eight hours looking <laughs> at the outsides of Scientology buildings. Season three, more the outside. And multiple people getting beat up. Yeah. And you were beaten? Yes, I was. We talked about this in the first season. I'm the same guy that... I just grew a mustache. You guys think I'm someone else. You wrote for Facts of Life. Yep, same guy. Same guy. Tell me about it. Well, I was beaten. Same story. You can just rerun the same one I told you two years ago. We drove around outside Scientology for about an hour. They came out and yelled at us with sticks. We drove away. We drove away. <laughs> We'd go back another day. We came back the next day. More sticks. More yelling, more away driving. You think that David Miscavige guy still beats people? Yes. No, he, he, he I think table. he beats them You're more. You're not now. listening! I think after the first season, like, we got to do some change in this. The heat is on. And then the second season, they're like, all right, maybe some light beating again. I think they And now they're just like, beat them harder. No, nothing's going to happen. They just drive to the building. We chase them away with sticks. And they, they, Leah's not coming back in. What they just need, we just need uh, somebody to film the beating or actually go to the cops after they're beaten. Right. Well, that's a but none of them ever do that. They go to Leah Remini, which is not doing a thing. I yeah, like the, I like years the later, show. they yes. go to Leah Remini. Leah, you need to help. What, what would you like me to do? Well, I need you to go to the authorities. I've been beaten nearly to death by David Miscavige. Like, okay, you know what I tell you what I'm going to do instead? I go to the authorities. I'm going to drive around the building. 
I'm going to drive around the Scientology building, and I'm going to say that's where it happened. That should get it started. And then nothing. So I tried to watch again to season three is the most, is, where is David Miscavige's wife? Like, that's a great question. Yeah, still. She's been missing for years. We can't you know, find this person. Thing. And Leah Remini's been driving around the building. I don't think he kept her like on the sidewalk outside the building because that's the only place she keeps looking. And Scientology keeps sending them letters. Uh, she's fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't okay. worry about it. Where is she then? Don't you business. worry about it. You know where she isn't? Just outside all the buildings you keep driving around. They need a, like a SWAT team to roll in. Yeah, but, but you got to have a reason, I guess. Well, yeah, missing lady, but no, nobody ever reported it. Unfiled, but yeah, she keeps going. So I don't think that's like, a problem with all of it—the beatings, all that. Nobody but, reports anything. But here's the thing: if they find her, uh, you know, I guess there'd be some money in it. But Leah's show goes away. There's yeah. an ending. Yep. So Scientology's not around anymore. Leah Remini doesn't have a show. A and E doesn't have a show. So they just want to keep going with season. Yeah, let's not break it over quite yet. Yeah, because people are still yeah, watching. More seasons. Not like season one. They're still watching. And that Mike Bender guy is getting more and more. We drove up to someone who used to be a Scientologist who knew me. Hey, Bender. Yeah? You're terrible. We drove away. Threatened by them. You guys are cowards. Have you ever met or hung out with a Scientologist? Uh, Not that I know of. I think some of the comedians that have come in here have been. Really? Yeah, there's, there's a few. And then there's some people that we've talked to who are Scientologists. I don't think it's an unusual person. I don't know if I've ever met any of them. Like not this. as deep as uh, Remini, who went, you know, to the academy. Oh yeah, she was in she was in house. Well, yeah. she was raised raised there. as a kid. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I did, I didn't know it. They didn't bring it up. Yeah, I think you can be like just a moderate. <laughs> You're a moderate. You kind of like you know like most That's true. most Christians, most religions. Yeah, most of them are kind of like not really following it. They've never read the book. They they just talk. I give them money. Yeah, they talk about it. I hand it over on Christmas and Easter. I give them a couple bucks. It's the same thing. I don't, I, don't think you, up. I don't think you have to be a superstar. I think you just play along. Yeah, they'll take the, you know, you buy a few books. Take the money. Yeah, they'll take some yeah. of that. And then you call yourself that and you spread the word. I think that's pretty much you all. You never advance past level two. Yeah. And I don't know that I'd brag about it if I was one. It would be interesting to meet someone that went to the big, you know, rally convention that they used to have every year. I don't know if they still have them. They show that filmed uh, oh, crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the award out. ceremony. Yeah. yeah. I don't deep. think they had them since they announced that it was actually a religion. Yeah, that, that was that was fundraisers to get it to where they could keep it alive. And yeah, now that they're tax they're exempt, good to go, they don't need no, no all-campus rocker yeah. anymore. I want to start a religion. <laughs> you should. Just for the tax breaks. What would you call it? Uh, I don't know. Passports and shots? I don't know. Homburgism? <laughs> a song for it. Homburger. Maybe that would be good. Humbergology. Humbergology. I like that. steal from... And just paint my house blue and put a big golden calf on top of it. <laughs> and Leah Remini will just drive around and go outside. I'm like, I know who you are, Bender. He's, he eyeballed us. We had to draw him away. Would you beat people in your religion? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what power does. Okay, and not, charge him a lot of money to come listening. in. What do you think I'm doing all this training? Start my religion and be stronger than all the rest and beat them. Tell us more, master. Yeah. And put them in the hole. I just, all right, you're going in. Build a dungeon in just your house. Stuff you in the buckets. He stuffed us in buckets. The whole community lives in old plains. That would be like chapter one. And yea, the leader spoke. And if ye who did not listen was asinine enough to show disdain, he was stuffed in a bucket. 
<laughs> that would be the first line of my religion. There'd be a lot of yays and yees in it, but hey, you gotta have that. In the year of the Western Lord, a new god emerged. Quince cleaning dog waste stumbled across some golden tablets. Don't laugh, Mormons. Now it happened here. Oh, come on, they all steal from you each have other. Your own story. The your golden own. tablet said the other golden tablets were horse cooey. That origin story from been the taken. sky, yeah. a porn angel. Yeah. Suddenly, from his bottom emerged a child. <laughs> what? The virgin butt birth. Yeah, you gotta have a virgin birth. <laughs> but it's a boy. Oh, sweet. How has this happened? Asked the citizens. Holmberg announced he was Lord. And Butt Baby was his savior. He sacrificed Butt Baby. <laughs> Whoa. I had to kill him. Why? Because you got to kill the baby. You're kind of going with some Viking stuff. That's right. Yeah. Nordic. Sacrifice. Just give me some rituals. Yeah. Butt Baby was thrown about the backyard like a football until he passed. <laughs> the score was Lord 42, Peasant 7. He was a giving lord, and he let them return a kick with Butt Baby. What's that thing where they, they cut their heart out through their back or whatever? What was that? Blood oh, Eagle? Blood, blood Eagle. Blood Eagle. Yeah. yeah. Now that's badass. That's. <laughs> that's when religion. Do not yell. That's if when religion yell, had balls. You don't make it to Valhalla. You can't scream. Yeah. Just take it. What's the punishment if I yell? More of this. <laughs> I'm going to yell. It's a tough SOB. Yeah. You'll be sentenced to death after my heart's torn out. Yes. Right, you guys are dumb. I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I just, uh, I would start my own religion. Just get the tax breaks. It's a billion dollar industry. Well, it took them a while to get to the I know, but still. You, 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 you it didn't, didn't take much thought. It just took some years. Years. Yeah. Got to write some books. Yeah, and they're asinine. I can. It's, I mean, you talk about R. Kelly's lyrics. Read some of that uh, Dianetics. That stuff. Well, yeah. Then when babble. you get to the uh, the end, you find out it's Zod or it's something. Nonsense. Know, some alien leader. <laughs> I don't know. It's like seven forty sevens flying to planets and crazy talk. I can write that. Yeah, that sounds fun. Actually, a child can get that story. Just go ask a kid. Like, what do you? How do you think we got here? And be like really creative. Well, I think one time we were all on a sunflower. Oh, that's good. That's real good. And then the wind blew. And we landed on a bee, and the bee flew us all the way to Balmac, a planet far, far away. All right, I'm in. This is good. You're Xenu, good. that's right. Xenu. Xenu yeah. of the galactic Xenu of the galactic people. I hate this religion's just crazy. As he shoveled dog filth, he discovered the bones of the Lord. He brought billions of people to Earth 75 million years ago. Billions. That, that math doesn't add up. None of it does there. All right. It was crowded. My butt baby makes as much sense. <laughs> oh, he stacked them around volcanoes and killed them with hydrogen bombs. Yeah, and that's what those uh, thetans are now that float around and they attach to. Mm -hmm. Thetans, thetans, whatever. It's crazy. Man, that's quite a story. Yep. John, is it possible that R. Kelly's Scientologist and he's just trying to convert Ethiopians? <laughs> Passports and shots. <laughs> How about that if you ever went to like a Bon Jovi show? All right, everybody having fun in Phoenix? Oh, that's your shots? What? What did he say? Wouldn't happen in America. You know you live in a crappy country when the entertainment's asking if you've been inoculated. <laughs> uh, let's go. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Uh, we got some old school stuff. You requested it, and it has arrived. Let's have it. Uh, brought to you by ELOTeam.com.
Looking to buy or sell a home, please go to our website. Yeah, they went team.com. deep. Foreigner, Jukebox okay. Hero. KUPD never played Jukebox Hero. That was like 77. No, oh. Jukebox Hero was 84. Oh, was that 80? Oh, that was the 84. I'm thinking yeah. of Cold as Ice yeah, yeah, and that yeah. stuff. And okay. we, I mean, we, they, they could have still played older stuff before 79. Maybe. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Probably threw that on. Brady request on text. Shoot the thrill. Oh, Edgar Winter. Children of the Sun probably was on here. Zeppelin, Rain Belong. Oh, yeah. Zeppelin's been on here, I'm sure. That's an odd list, but I think of all the 40 anniversary, all the 40-year anniversary stuff, I think Eye of the Tiger's probably one that we... I think that was... Did you fired up that morning? That was the one that wasn't, you know... That was a KUPD song. I think that mixed right in. Monster. What was that, 83? It was four years into our, Rocky, our reign. 82, 83, right? Yeah, so like 82, 83, something like that. How about that? They played that. They, KUPD played that in the early 80s. I'm sure of it. Had to, right? That was rock. All right, we'll do a little Eye of the Tiger. You guys asked for it. We don't, we don't want that every day. Mix it in. I mean, you guys went nuts. I just suggested a couple of you, not all of you. Every one of you. Ramble On's a good one, too. Just to hear every once in a while, in and amongst the good rock. Now, Greta Van Fleet's going to be on Saturday Night Live. They're officially just the thing for rock right now. Is that all we have? Still haven't embraced it myself, the Greta Van Fleet. Good. I don't want that to be the future of rock because it sounds like the past of rock to me. So, but they're good. I'm sure that's what people were saying about Zeppelin in the time. Well, who were they copying directly? Well, yeah, they didn't have a direct copy, but the sound, I guess. Yeah, but they were their own unique thing. I don't think Zeppelin was. But I'm saying, I wonder if it's like the younger folks hear that and they they like that sound. Well, this is a similar. Yeah, you can play the exact same. There's nothing they might not from have Zeppelin. Ever heard... Yeah, you're not going to play anything from Zeppelin and go, "Hey, back in 1958, this was the." Ex- I mean, these guys are doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it was at least this is. There, it's a copy. It's good. It's a good copy, which makes it okay. But the reason know. there haven't been a ton of copies is it's hard to sound like Robert Plant, it. and it's hard to do. Well, it's harder. It's harder to write their songs, yeah. even if you can do the sound. Writing good Zeppelin songs. Well, a good start is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just go back and read some Tolkien. You'll get a few lyrics out of it. But for the most part, you know, copying Zeppelin's hard enough. Writing original music, Greta Van Fleet's doing it. It just doesn't sound authentic. You find out. You got to go back deep in the blues and take some of those songs and say they're yours. Borrow some lyrics and borrow some stuff. And then Elvis did that, too. Oh, they're all thieves. Yeah, everybody did that. Did that. But it, you Those don't, black artists don't get any copy. Love. They never wrote thing. anything. No, yeah. what do you mean? They, they, they just do. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Did they have their passports and shots even? They probably shouldn't have even been here. Anyway, let's do it. It's uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. 40 years of rock. 98 KUPD celebrates, and this was one of them. I'm sure of it, and you guys want it. Here you go. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. Go. Rise against satellite. Uh, it is 7.07 in the morning sickness. I'm getting to it a little early. I like it. It's time for what would break, or not knowing, it's time for a Brady report. See, I got kicked in the head yesterday. <laughs> Been a little dizzy for about. Can't make fun of Dale anymore. Six, no. Now, Dale and I are both going to be looking at each other going, Ned, your applesauce in the next year if I keep that up. If I don't start defending myself better. It was a good kick, man. It was a near brutal. It was so fun. Uh, anyway. Who are you again? Ah, there's that character, Brady. It's time now for the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends 
over at Hooters. And, of course, with football coming up and the Patriots making their inevitable run to the championship uh, after they destroy the Chiefs this weekend and then, of course, go on to beat the Rams 32-27 to in the Super Bowl. You know what's funny about this is that I've been looking at stuff from this week 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Same same you conversation. this exact same conversation 10 I years ago. I said in 2019. The Patriots will beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. You said that you were resigned to the fact that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. It's yeah, just in. Just the, what happens. The fix is in. Yeah. That's exactly what you said. I don't even think the fix is in. I just think well, that you, that's just, what you said that. Yeah, cosmically, this is just how it all unravels. I disagree, John. All right, go ahead. Disagree I all you want. I do, too, but... You're using your hearts. I'm using my brains. Just walk through. Walk in the park. Want to bet money? I'm no. my anger. I'm not going to bet on it because it's... It's not right to fool Mother Nature, I think. I'm not sure. It's true. I'm not sure. Thank you. Brady agrees. That's my gambling motto. Uh, <laughs> it works. Okay. Somehow. Uh, anyway, uh, it's Wings Day at Hooters. All you can eat wings are $14.99 every Wednesday at your favorite Hooters location. And while you're there, thank them for bringing us the Brady Report. Brady Report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Wednesday morning fun facts. Elephants, walruses, bats, lizards, penguins, and monkeys... All pleasure themselves. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Only one president. That's himself. the story. There's like not a yeah, more. That's the fun facts. They fun jerk facts. off. Oh, it was yeah. a fun fact. I thought you were going. I thought we had wow, some yeah, in depth really kind of like mess. put them all in the same room and they'll do it to each other. Doesn't say that. Okay, that's what I was hoping you'd go. Talk slower, Brady. Yeah, I'm going to have some trouble today. <laughs> Talking <laughs> eggplant man. <laughs> <laughs> Only one president has died from cancer. Hmm. Ulysses so, S. Grant. Broke become cancer. president and... Jimmy Carter who survived. Yeah, you will not have it. You'll get the best doctors. That, oh, there you go. Unless you're uh, Garfield, who died from doctors. Or unless you're Rand Paul. He goes to Canada to get yeah, his stuff Yeah, how done. about that? He's not a president, though. That's yeah. true. Garfield's still the coolest assassination. Shot twice in the back, screamed out, Watch this, Dad! And doctors dug their dirty, dirty fingers in his back and gave him an infection and killed him. It the was bullets, a different time. Bullets didn't even do anything. Is that fact? It's a fact. What's this then or what's this now? Something like that. What's this then? He didn't have secret service or anything. Just, ouch, what is that? I believe you're being shot, sir. Yes, you're right. Dig your filthy 1800s fingers in my back. Yeah, Lincoln got shot at just riding a horse. Knocked his hat, his big tall hat, knocked his hat off his head. What was that? (laughs) Believe you're being shot at, sir. Oh. I should pull over. Did they pull over? Is that what you did with horses? Yeah, I think they pull pulled over. Let's pull over right here on the off ramp. Found out it was what it was his wife. Oh yeah, crazy Shot Mary. At him. Crazy Mary was looping him out. Or I think it was in a carriage or something. But that, I mean, he was you know, pulled by horse. What do you say? What's this then, or what's this now? I'm trying to. Yeah, you gotta find it. It's great. What's this then? There's drawings of it too. That's the best part. Somebody took the time to remember it and then draw it for the paper, the train, and the people. The I'm shooting. picturing yeah. on the back of the train. Stopping from town to town. I think Vote that's what he was me. doing. I think yeah. that's what he was doing. And he got off. I think it was in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. He got out and walked around the train station. Some dude lost his cork and put two in his right, ran it behind him. And the guy didn't even fall. Just screamed, what, what, what the hell was that? And then wanted to fight him, but he dropped. And then everybody stuck their dirty fingers in the holes. According to Wikipedia, he said, my God, what is that? Yeah, what is that? He said something crazy. But it was like, ah, oh, what is this? You've been shot. Yeah, well, where is he? And he turns and I go, oh, boy, I'm going out. And he just laid down. And then, let's put our fingers in the holes. He did fling up his arms. Yeah, he was going to fight the guy. And then he just, like, started to go backwards. Like, whoa, this is worse than I thought. 
laying down, and everybody's like, let's not. Uh... And then a few years later at the World's Fair, uh, some doucher invented Lysol would have saved his life. I did a fun fact, um, I think about two months ago, about the first movie released on DVD it was Twister. Oh, yeah. The first three movies released on VHS in America. Ooh. Well, VHS was pre, like not beta. Because there were tapes. You could right, get home right. tapes. So these were VHS tapes in 1981. I don't have the year. But it's, uh, Flamingo Kid, Back to the Future, and, uh, Back to the future and, and Hot Dog. Older. Oh, no kidding. 70 stuff. The Sound of Music. Oh, wow. Patton. Oh, jeez. And MASH. First VHS tape was uh, in the United States in 77. No kidding. And they went to the old school classics to make sure people wanted it. First A-track, Brady. What was it? Ooh, I wonder what that Simon was. Simon Garfunkel. Oh. I wonder what the first A-track was. Look that up, Toledo. ELO. Elvis. Team.com. It was my dad's. Mac Davis. Big breast bed. Did you have A-tracks, Brady? No. Of course you no, had A-tracks. Yeah, they were around, but I didn't, we did. I didn't own one. Is it? My buddy John Royer got, because he uh, got a receiver. For Christmas, I never got um, stereo component until I went to uh, uh, college. You were unfamiliar with stereos, and then no, you had we, one in the house, a, though. Yeah, you had an H. But I did. I never went out and bought an H. But your your parents didn't have a system. Um, it was an H track. I know we had a record player. Man, yeah, this, we did. We, we probably yeah. did. My, well, there's his story has changed. Yeah, well, I but no, two. but I didn't. Yeah, but you lived with people who did. That counts. Your parents did. You weren't on your own. Well, I got to get to work. I'm four. <laughs> there was an 8-track in the house. It was kind of yours by proxy as a yeah, child. Yeah, if you bought a stereo, it would have that. Eric, ask me. Cassette. Did you have an 8-track with Yes, we had two of them in the house. My dad had one in his bedroom. We had one in the main room. I still have the 8-track. Do you really? Still the do. tapes? Yep. Oh, my God. I think I have two of them. Did you have an 8-track at your my home? My mom had one in the GTO, and we had one at home. We had one in the car, too. Did you have one? No, I didn't. My dad did, yeah. but my mom. But in the house. My mom, yeah, not in the house. Brady, did you have an 8-track when you were growing up? No. No? Just, you just only count your things. Had to earn it. I had a uh, but there close was, and play. But you, there was in the house an 8-track player. I think so. Yeah, you know. What was Torp and Bunny uh, rocking out to yeah. on 8-track, I wonder? Glenn Miller. Yeah? Oh, yeah? I know he had Johnny Cash on an album, but I'm not sure if he had it on a track. Just one yeah. album. Yeah. Were they not, they're not a musical family when it comes to like, having not music really. in the house. I mean, he, he would listen to a lot of music, but he wasn't a guy that went out and bought music. We had music going all the time. My mom either had a radio on or something playing. I don't think my all mom ever bought an album. No kidding. Wonder why. Music never got her, huh? It, well, she'd get it on the radio and that was fine, or. But she, that yeah, music she wouldn't wasn't that purchase. big a deal she to her. She just listened to it on the radio. It's weird. What was her passion other than wine? D. What was your mom's thing? Yeah, taking the D is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that. And, and uh, that's all you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was your mom's passion. She's as bruised up as I am. Batting D's away all day. It's like going through that weird part of the car wash that has those sticks. You don't remember what your mom was like, man. If I were to get my mom something, it's because she loves this so much. What would it have been? She likes reading. She likes books. books. Yep. Do you know what kind? Tennis. What kind of books does your mom want? Yeah, but lounge around the house stuff. Everybody's got a sport or something. Like lounge around the house, your your mom's thing. 
So when I was a kid, it was easy. You'd buy me a record. And I'd read, I mean, it was easy. Everything was like, oh my God, yeah. another album. Music or video games. Oh, yeah. I mean. Awesome. Yeah, she be, she would have been a book. But you don't know what kind. Like she was a, like, like romance novels or no, mysteries. No, the, the top sellers kind of oh, like just, the, Okay. What about Torp? Is he a music guy? He liked music. Yeah, yeah. you could you could get him music. Um, but again, he, he wasn't a big purchaser of. Uh, he didn't have a collection. Hmm. But he can, man. You uh, his trivia on the forties music. Oh yeah, he stuff. knows it all. But yeah, he never. That's what he, he listens to that channel, the forties music. Oh yeah. Takes him back when he was throwing that D around all the time, when it worked. Slamming Bunny through the floor. Pushing her around, earning his nickname, Torpedo Tom Bogan. You want some further argument for uh, something that you've said for years? Yes. Eight track had porn. Porn helped advance some of, of the eight track it's technology. Sales. Porn has done everything. All you heard was sounds, of course, but it helped advance the, the yeah, format. Yeah, it helped advance the format. So people are like, I like this. What more can we do? It, were porn eight has titles first, first available. Everything you have in your hand or in your office or in your house has been advanced by pornography. The Lustful Sex it. Life of a Perverted Nympho Housewife was one title. On 8-Track. The Best of Red Fox was considered porn yeah. at the time. Greatest Hits Volume 2. Pretty yeah, he's dirty. pretty dirty. Pretty dirty. Orgy Family. Uh, sessions of Women and Men Together. Just listening Just to it. Just listening to it. Shaft Man. It's just the sounds. So it's almost like the early days of radio. Yep. Of porn, like yeah. The Lone Ranger and Little Orphan Annie and then Shaft Man. Apparently the bestseller was that. Wife Swapping Swingers Orgy Porgy Party. Or Patty, I'm sorry, Patty. Try to find some sound. All right. See what you can get off the old 8-track audio sex tapes that Brady's dad was into because he didn't like music. Sucked. Yeah, the hidden, yeah. The hidden box. <laughs> that would absolutely yeah, awful. stink. You got that and you're looking at uh, pictures oh, and a Playboy. Man, I plugged my phone into my car the other day not realizing that the last thing I was doing was watching Lana Rhodes take a gangbang. And I plugged it in there and it goes right to the Starts thing. And started, oh my God, I'm like, what in the hell? Loud as can be. Oh yeah, give them all to me. I want all five. I'm like, oh right. What, is, what song is this? Born in surround sound. And then I just listened to it for a little bit. It kind of works. But. So there's the 8-track. It says, married couples ranking their play up the ladder, greedy for and she's position, cute. and popper hungry for bizarre sex. That's someone's grandma right now, the girl on the cover of that 8-track. Oh, yeah. We can't play it. No. You should have introed some porn tapes, Toledo. That was oh, thrilling. That was. It was as electric <laughs> as Brady's, Brady's concert announcement yesterday. <laughs> Absolutely spectacular. You can catch the fever here. Listen. Catch the fever festival. There you go. You can <laughs> Brady, Brady lighten up lighten up a festival announcement yesterday. Brady, you feel that power? Catch the fever festival. Yeah. Woo! All right, sorry. Go ahead. Porn a, guy, track. a guy posted a story on Reddit on Monday about what happened to him when he was on Ambien. He says he couldn't sleep, so he popped a lot of Ambien in the middle of the night. And apparently he proposed to his girlfriend. This is what, oh boy, this will get you in trouble. He had a ring because he buys and sells jewelry on Craigslist. He had no idea he proposed until the next day when he realized he also changed his Facebook status to engaged. Wow. He got more than 150 likes. Wait, Roseanne was right. He says he hadn't planned on asking his girlfriend to marry him for at least another year and a half. Roseanne was the one that said Ambien made her say all those horrible things, right? Yeah, she, she did throw that out excuses. there. She threw that Same out here, there. yeah. He's got that, too. Ambient. 
stuff will make you go crazy. There's a 40-year-old guy named Jesse Pack from Bunnell, Florida, and he had a warrant out for kidnapping and assault charges. And so when the cops went to his house on Sunday, the woman uh, there said Jesse was gone and he'd left a message. Jesse had written on a mattress an orange magic marker. I know my warrant is active. I'm not here. I'm finishing a job and turning myself in. No. For some reason, the cops weren't totally convinced. Maybe Jesse should have uh, had the mattress notarized. I don't know. <laughs> suggestion. So they asked the woman, well, if we could look around the house. Said, yeah, sure. go ahead. Didn't take long. They found Jesse curled up in a fetal position inside a dresser. Wow, Jesse's little. A picture of Jesse, picture of the dresser, and the message on the mattress. He stuffed himself in a drawer with a lady. More or less. Well, yeah. it's the cabinet part of a dresser. Still. Yeah, it's tight. Had a pillow. He was comfy. I mean, they made, they made the most of it. What you write that on the mattress for? Just leave a note on a piece of paper. Defile your tuft and needle just for the cops. This guy in Chesterfield County, South Carolina, was living out of his uh, mini RV. And uh, his buddy, 53-year-old Tyrone Bush, said, "Well, because the, the RV caught on fire. Oops. This was a, a brutal day. Tyrone guessed, well, he had a kerosene heater in the RV that he used when it was cold. So that was probably around. That probably caused a fire. Camper catches on fire. The guy is uh, on fire himself and runs out to flag down a car for help. And that car did not stop. Right. Ran over him. Oh, well, that's you got to stop, drop and roll. Not sure if the driver <laughs> was looking at the camper on fire or if the guy ran out in traffic. You just didn't panic. see the man on fire. I don't yeah. think I'm stopping for that. Are you? You're just plowing through. I'm not going to hit him. I'm going to do the best I can not to hit him if he keeps running. Like, this is awkward for everyone. <laughs> I just, a guy on fire is, usually there's a problem close by. And he's just running. He's making it worse. Next, if he's, the, if he's that panicked, if I get out and help, I'm going to be on fire too. He needs to roll around. You just roll your window down. Hey, stop dropping. Roll, roll around. around. Yeah. He almost hit you. Just you crack your window. Stay calm. <laughs> Stay calm. Would you feel bad, though? Like, I hit a man. I hit a man on the freeway today, but he was on fire, so he was already... I kind of helped, really. It just ended it quicker. Yeah, I just made it go away. Like, like Jon Snow shooting the yeah, arrow. Yeah, I feel terrible <laughs> that I hit a man, but he was already burning up. Shouldn't have been in the freeway. Shouldn't have been on fire. It was a bad day. I've got some smuggler's news. More? All right. Did you tell Richard about this? I did. Okay, go ahead. Hello, friends. These are stories about people hiding stuff and getting busted. We call it the Smuggler's News. All right, I was lost in my porn search. Your eight-track porn search. In Germany, uh, this 43-year-old guy tried to attempt to catch a flight to Israel when the uh, airport security noticed a bulge in the pants. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The guy was trying to take a snake on a plane. Uh-oh. It's a 15-inch boa constrictor. Baby, right? Yeah, that's a baby. But the 15-incher didn't get past him. They found it. Took the snake. You never find out uh, what happens to the snake after they right. confiscate it. What that's what, that's what interests you. I would imagine yeah. he left, too. Yeah. Like, he didn't go. The snake or the guy? The guy. No, they don't just take the snake like it's too much liquid and put it on the, the airport. Oh, no, that way. Yeah, it goes in the that room. You can come claim it on your way back. 
How much are you getting for uh, boa constrictors in Israel? Must be pretty hefty to want to sneak it through an airport. Into Probably. the world's safest airport, yeah. too. Interesting. Snakes uh, on the plane. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Online, John, a boa will get you about 20 bucks. $20? Yep. What's he doing that for? It's his pet. Maybe what's taking with him just... everywhere. Mm. However, <laughs> a, a cobra will go for about 400 Not putting that in my pants. Get one of those little dog carriers. Yeah. <laughs> no sudden movements. Yeah, why, yeah, why wouldn't you just, like, if it's your pet, just say, can I bring this? And then they'll say yes or no. If you love it, you're not going to risk it. Like, if my dogs aren't allowed somewhere, I'm not going to stuff them in a suitcase and try, and then they get taken away. Just put the vest on them. This is a working snake. Oh, that could work. It's a very emotional support snake. Uh, it's people. Uh, it's 20 bucks. There has to be more to that. Is there good? Is boa constrictor meat that tasty? Was, that was a uh, uh, piece of artwork. Oh, uh, I don't know how you messed that up. Brazilian yeah. rainbow boa is $400. Mm-hmm. Amazon tree boa is $40. An annotated, an annotated tree boa is fifteen hundred dollars. That's that had to be what that for was. Baby. All right, maybe it's worth it. One. But. The other story is this uh, about this Taiwanese woman. She was visiting China and she was heading back. Went through customs again and they noticed something going on with her skirt. Checked under the skirt, and uh, the. Headline says Richard Gere smiled. She was smuggling twenty-four gerbils, trying to bring them back to Taiwan. In, in the skirt, in the hoo- check uh, it just out. in the skirt or in a honey hole underneath. And look, they're, they're in big. Baggies. Those are huge. Baggies. Well, they're in the. <laughs> yeah, but those aren't little baggies. If you're thinking they're about your baggies. butthole, she's they're, they're pretty big. Them? Here's Brady, bu- put, put that in your butthole and tell me that's gerbils. not huge. That's they're a lot. Gerbils. That's this. If you're saying that's not big, you've got you got a kegel more if I, <laughs> I would think about putting one in me no guinea pigs but that's a bucket of gerbils sir these are big gerbils one is gonna no were they in her they were just in her underwear yeah and uh she had them taped along her legs all the way up the thighs hmm. wow what a gerbils much better than watch girl <laughs> from the other yeah day. that's true she only got what four or five watches. Yeah, four, four watches, and then she had the hublot. She yeah, had to but, carry another. Yeah, yeah, but it was one hundred and twenty-two thousand. Yeah, but somebody should get this lady. I don't on know. A, if the twenty-four yeah, gerbils will bring you a hundred. Yeah, but the hoop, the switch rolls here. This this lady can get twenty-four gerbils in her bee hole and her honey yeah. hole. She get like eighteen or nineteen of them hublots in there. Oh yeah, she's got four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars worth of watches you can stuff she's in there. She's wasting her time with she's these. She's a much better yeah. smuggler. Yeah, the male gerbil will get you about sixteen bucks. Yeah, this is a bad decision on her part as a smuggler. Although I guess getting caught doesn't make you a good smuggler. True no. enough. Maybe that's no. maybe it's your first steps. You get these twenty-four gerbils across, and we're going to give you some hublot. Saying she had between yeah. uh, two, it's the test, two fifty, three three hundred dollars worth yeah. of gerbils. It's like when kids do the you're a green belt, yellow belt, you know, that kind of thing. You earn your belts, and then when you're a black belt, you get to shove super expensive watches up inside your V. But first, you start with small creatures. Lots of them. That's your smuggler's news. Hmm. Yeah. 24 seems excessive. Yeah, Richard Gere only got one, right? As far as we know. And was it... Was it even real? Right. I like to believe that it was. I like that America, because of Richard Gere, whether he did it or not, knows exactly how the process of gerbling works. 
Well, you get yourself a toilet paper roll, and everybody knows the process. How did that start? I don't. I don't know. That can't be real. It's real. You just said you didn't know. No, not with Richard Gear. I'm no. just saying it's a real no, thing. I know People it's a do. real yeah, thing. I don't know if Richard Gear ever did it, but because of Richard Gear, we know it's real. Whether he did it or not, we knew a certain community of people liked that. I, you couldn't. I don't care how kinky I am. Just my love of animals. I would. <laughs> I don't think you could talk me into that. He's gonna feel great. I'm like, yeah, but he's so cute. Well, you, now light love, the fire. Butthole. Yeah, they get a light. You love Megan and you love animals, so maybe you could shove it into her. I'd shove Megan in my butt before an animal. She has decision-making abilities I mean, to say yes or no. The you animal could use doesn't. Use her as the Taiwanese woman. Yeah, but the animal still Combined has no say. I mean, you're taking away his will. If you ask Megan, can I shove an animal in your butt? She says, yes, sure, that's great. But what of the animal? Sure. He's still yeah. sitting there going, hey. What's uh, happening with the animal? Well, it's burrowing for its uh, life. Yeah, but is anybody going to gonna ask me? Is anybody thinking of my needs here? Did I think I heard you Selfish. ask her, do you want this in your butt? I am this. Hashtag I am this. And then they just shove it in there. He has no say. So I feel bad for the creature. Maybe he likes it. If he likes it, we'd have a problem with gerbils trying to get in, and we don't. That's why you need the tube. Well, they don't don't know how think great it's it his uh, idea of habitrail fun. No, they're not like, ooh, man, <laughs> what is that? I'm going in. You don't speak for all gerbils, Brady. <laughs> I am now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you? Dare you. Represents I'm, the, uh, I'm standing the up liberal the left of gerbils. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I just don't. That's just something I couldn't look him in the. I couldn't look at him, and as I'm wrapping the tape around his little body, you'd have something in common with him once you pulled him out of there. He'd be looking at me like, "Are we friends? Are you? Are you caring for me? Are we? You guys are butt buddies. Do I have anything to worry about in life? What's with the tape, man? I've got. He's the only other person that's been to the same spot as you. I've never been in there. No. In my own. No. Oh, up in Megan's. Megan's. Yeah. Tell me what you see. <laughs> and you just pull him out and he looks at you like, why? Why did that happen? You'll have a connection with that gerbil forever. Because she enjoyed it. She was alone in that. <laughs> Poor there, gerbil. <laughs> there's a 26-year-old woman named Erica Laux from Stewart, Florida. And back on New Year's Eve, she kicked off 2019 with a threesome with a guy and another woman. And... Um, Erica's boyfriend was not the other guy. Oh. She had the threesome and didn't invite him. So he confronted her about it. The next morning, she wound up slapping him. She was just arrested for battery. Yeah, can't hit him. Mugshot of Erica. 26 years old. <laughs> Somebody says, John, you know, your conversations with Brady remind me of the ones I have with my kids. Because I also have to be super specific with him. What is that from? Was I super specific with Brady? The A-track. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. The details were. Yeah, you did have to. We had to specify. That's true. I've got a quick wild world. Oh, geez. You're all over it today. All right. Go ahead. Oh, there it is. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. An aquarium in Bolivia has been taking care of a rare frog for the past 10 years named Romeo. They thought he might be the last of his species. He's a Sewincus water frog. 
no one had seen another one in, in the wild for over a decade, so he's been alone for a while. Um, and he's only got another five years to live, tops. They put a mic on him and immediately. It ain't easy being green. But the good news is researchers just announced that Romeo now has a girlfriend. Oh, is it a pig? They were able to find five more frogs in a Bolivian cloud forest, which is similar to a rainforest. Two of them are female, and now they're planning to introduce Romeo to one of them. They're calling her Juliet. Yes. They say Romeo is kind of shy and lazy, and Juliet is pretty energetic. So hopefully opposites attract, and they might make beautiful tadpoles together. She's still in quarantine right now, so they haven't met yet. But the goal is to have them mate and produce more frogs that can be reintroduced into the wild. Yeah. That's a couple of photo, photo of the couple, I think. They're frogs, I'm guessing. I'm going to look at a couple of frogs. Yep, that's pretty much what I thought I was going to see. That's Crusade lovely. Say when cuss water frog. I'm Brady Bogan, and that's your <laughs> wild, wild world. <laughs> Those of you who are needing an update on the old Sewinkus. Frog lovers all over the world, you can breathe easier. They found three girls. I thought frogs were uh, the ones that swapped out their own. Aren't they the ones who, like... No, they, they mount. Yeah, I know, but don't they switch? Can't they switch genders? Asexual. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, they can drop? Remember, that's what in Jurassic Park, they're like like frogs. Like they can have babies, some, they can fertilize their own eggs. Do that, yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on. Or with one... Frogs in my pool. I've had three mm. frogs in my pool that have... The rapture. They get stuck in the basket. And... Are they toads or frogs? That's just an annoying person's question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How don't would we know, know really? How do you know this? There's a skin difference. Usually toads have the, all the warts on them, bumpy. <laughs> They're riddled with well, They were SD. bloated because they were dead and they were in my basket. Brown? Were they brown? Toads work no. the system, don't have jobs. <laughs> When you uh, <laughs> when you administered CPR on the frog. No, screw that guy. He's dead. So they're all dead. Yeah. There you go. Well, it didn't look like that. Yeah, the African frog spontaneously changed sex from female to male. That's the like population doesn't red. have enough males to make them, so they did. I always thought frogs did that. No, one no, not the ones in your pool. This is the ones you used. During mating changing. years, oh, yeah, they can switch out. Oh, okay, I thought. Did toads do that? No. They're just busy looking for handouts. Which one can you lick? Big skin difference. To hallucinate, there's a, a toad. There's your toad v. frog argument. Yeah, a couple of frogs. couple of frogs you don't want to lick. Frogs are just green. Toads are kind of beige. Most of the time, right? yeah, there's, yeah. They're the same. Do they, uh... Look at that lumpy, warted toad. Yeah. Can they hump each other? Crossover? Oh, yeah. No, make, they don't. They like make donkeys? A, make a tog? They Let's don't, Brady, but can they? <laughs> yeah. Um... Come on, Brady. You're the one who's you're the one who's always on this stuff. You've probably made it. I've a tried toad and a frog. to pair a bullfrog and a toad to have a bull toad, and it didn't work. Did not work. Did not. Did they do it? How do you know it's a girl? Well, frogs are racist. I know. That's the, we're learning that. Their yeah. skin color is the big issue here against bull toads. Toad. Bull toad is apparently a font and not a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Brady tried. He tried to <laughs> Island of Dr. Moreau. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. Type in Tog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see if Togs are a thing. No. The Togo Slippery Frog. <laughs> Ooh.
As a result of some child's experiment in Columbus, Ohio in 1974, the Togo well, frog. Potential. They're extinct, John. They're, oh. they're feared extinct. They're afraid of that. <laughs> I'm afraid they may be. Afraid we've lost them all. The Togos are gone. There was a Togo <laughs> genocide. The Togo frogs are gone. Goddamn toads rolled out. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined it all for the Togos. Wiped them out. The first radio video happened on Monday, and it was in Minnesota. Somebody posted a dash cam video of a child in a booster seat tumbling out onto the middle of the road. Whoa. The car keeps driving because they didn't know. Oh, the mom didn't know the baby fierce. fell out of the... Uh, Another baby fell out of the car? Baby uh, stayed in the seat. The seat worked. Did they get in a wreck? No. Yeah, but if it wasn't have, going real fast. You don't have a helmet, you know, then... How the door opens? So there's they a baby. Push that baby out of there. Yeah, baby hits the door. Holy crap! Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> she kind of stops. Not, the door closes. She doesn't want that baby anymore. That's uh, mom came back later to get the kid. She might be facing child endangerment charges. Yeah, where is Look this her, Russia? She's, she's in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh man, she just same thing. Russia. She ain't coming back. No, that was a late term abortion. Hey, is what buddy! That that hey, is buddy! Old school abortion. Brady's yelling at the TV. <laughs> what if a barren like, woman from was a right distance, behind her? You know, yelling oh, away. It's just funny to watch. I enjoyed watching. There's some woman behind her that can't have kids. I like it. Yeah, exactly. It's like a frigid lady. That... Sign from God. It was as if Lord Jesus was giving me a sign when that woman pushed this unwanted baby into my frigid vagina's way. Look at all these guys checking it. Well, I'm not kidding. Yeah, they're all like, hell no. no. What do we do with this? How much, how much you want for the baby? If it was cute, I'd keep it. But, uh. My crispy, useless ovaries are now smiling with joy as baby drops from car into my lap in life. She's keeping that. Yeah, folks. Look at him. He just dropped it off the yeah. sidewalk. All right, I'll get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, the guy's just I dumping it off. The guy's just like, we'll put it over there. I don't want to get run over. But I ain't got time for all this. I'm already late as it is. I put a sign on it. It said, free baby. <laughs> on the water truck. I ain't got no time for this. I was headed to work. He's on the phone already. You're not going to believe what I just saw. Lady pushed a baby out of a car. I put it on the side of the road. If you want to go see it, it's over on Wabash. Look, if you want an excuse to be late, just yeah. say you're late. You ain't going to say you found baby. And he went and parked. Did he put it in his car? Oh, boy. I need to know what happened to the baby. They got it back to her, right? Yeah. I'm not like, sure. If oh, no. I can't believe that happened. What? Thank you so much. It was so her much. brother. Her yeah. brother... Open the door and pushed. I wasn't paying any attention. Oh, I thought they be. were just wrestling. Still, though, as the mom, you don't drive away. You still hear the doors door open. Shuts you would think. Kind of well, slowly. you feel the breeze, right? Yeah, you, Especially in Minnesota. Minnesota. It's like all of a sudden it's two, and there's a thump in the back, and it got real quiet. Maybe she had her 8-track turned all That way. could be. She's listening to porno. I wonder if it was mine. <laughs> Your porn? My 8-track. No. Huh? Oh, I didn't have it. You didn't have it. The final radio video is in Australia. A road rage incident. It speaks for itself. All this right. is how road rage goes down in Australia. Are you serious? Are you serious? You serious? Yeah, ew. There you go. You junkie. You junkie. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, you fucking junkie. Some big fat lady that may this have been a man. Just whipped out. Just whipped yeah. her boobs out and smashed them against the car. That's not so bad. That doesn't seem serious? like Australia, bro. Right? It yeah, is. Ew, you Junkie, you junkie. Ew. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Yeah, you fucking junkie. But they still got the Ariana Grande going. That's it. Looks like That's the Midwest. It.
Yeah. It's a couple of bogans. We're all the same, I guess. Australia is just America light. They hate hearing that, but it's a fact. And the cities are nice, and the hillbillies live outside of them. And they're everywhere. They are everywhere. So, whoops, sorry. So, there you go. Uh, it's 741. There you go. That is your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, go watch the Patriots on their trek to their sixth Super Bowl this weekend at Hooters. It's going to be an easy walk in the park against the Chiefs during the Arctic Blast. Which will, I'm sure, I'm positive there'll be some weather-related weird call. Right? Huh? Be their ninth overall, right? Ninth. Uh, yes, their ninth visit. They're saying it could break the record for the coldest for game. Tenth, maybe. Yeah, it could be the coldest game ever. Mahomes better not do any no-look passes in this yeah, one. Yeah, of course he will. There's going to be something crazy that happens because of the weather. And it's just going to go the Patriots' way. It's Stop just going saying to that. A hand will shatter trying oh. to catch the ball. It's just going Patriots to Patriots intercept. Yeah. I don't know what the rule is when the uh, receiver explodes in, like, glass. <laughs> but if the ball doesn't touch the ground. You guys are making me so depressed. And it'll be, uh, you know, Vanoy that runs it all the way back. The way I, they have two shots to lose, I look at it. Yep. Lose this game. Or Andy Reid. The Super Bowl. Don't worry about it. And then the Super Bowl, which is predetermined. The thing, accept it, embrace it. You can watch it all happen at Hooters. It'll go down at Hooters, and it'll go down smoother with some wings and some reasonably priced beers. That's how you have to look at it. Hooters this weekend, all the football you'll ever want. Uh, prepare yourself for a massive, depressing Super Bowl that's going to be the Patriots. It's 98 KUP. That is your Brady Report. It's Marilyn Mance right there, Tainted Love, 7.56 in the morning sickness, and uh, a little later, uh, like 15 minutes, in fact, Kevin Smith, is gonna, the very thin Kevin Smith, the very healthy Kevin Smith is going to call us and we're going to chat with him about uh, coming to town, I think. Is it tomorrow? It is tomorrow. Tomorrow, over at uh, Stand Up Live, he's coming out here with, uh, he's got his whole team. Like, Ralph Ralph's Garman. coming with him, right? Yeah, all right, cool. Hollywood Babylon, they're doing their podcast live at Stand Up Live tomorrow. If you want to go, 480-719-6100, standuplive.com. Kevin's uh, cool, man. He's a nice dude and fun. And the, the, I went to that podcast last time. It was, the crowd is insane. Like, they love them some Kevin Smith. So, I don't know. We'll ask him, but it used to be a bunch of Kevin Smith clones. Like, they'd all show up in the hockey jersey. They all were kind of overweight. They had the beard and the hat backwards. And now that Kevin's down to, like, 170 pounds, have the clones dropped off? Just Probably the crowd. Not. I wonder. I don't think so. No. I wonder if he was a life lesson. Like, if he's noticed his audience is skinnier because he was. Because they were so proud to look like him before. I even told him last time I was here, I'm like, what I love about this is that if you ever drop on stage, which I didn't know he was going to actually do, there are uh, 40 or 50 reasonable replacements right there in the audience that come up no one would notice. Like, there are Kevin Smith exact replicas walking around in the jersey that could go up and probably finish your act for you. But now, you got to be a healthy dude. So uh, Kevin's going to talk to us in just a little bit. Hollywood Babylon, uh, tomorrow night, he's going to do the podcast live right there at Stand Up Live. You can check it out, standuplive.com, 480-719-6100. We'll talk to Kevin Smith next. Our reputation uh, proceeds. We uh, right on time. When is this ever a thing? We're right on. It's eight fifteen exactly. We got a guest at eight fifteen. We're ready, and of course, we're ready, and they're not. Whenever well, they're ready and we're not, it's always a, it's never ever right. We're never ever in sync. To be fair, he's a little long winded. So whoever he's talking to, it's right probably now, nobody. It's just, it's just for us here. No, but so maybe he's talking to his wife. He could be chatting at the house, and it's like, or he's just writing some words. He's making English again. What are you doing, Kevin? Making English. Damn it, this is going to be a while. He is in Saskatchewan this weekend. Maybe he's on with the mighty Canadian Ooh, radio. The Saskatoons. Oh. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, Kevin Smith's going to join us in a second. If you want to go Hollywood Babylon is the podcast. Oh, we have the time straight right now. You know that. Yeah. And he's in California. We're here. So. That's the first thing I always say. All right. Make sure this isn't a Kenny Mays. He's on the clock. He's, he knows. He said he's in, so he's in Canada no, right he's now. He's going to Canada oh, he's this going weekend. To Canada Friday and Saturday. He's here tomorrow. So he'll That's do quite a track, huh? It's a bounce. Uh, so he's doing the podcast tomorrow, Hollywood Babylon, over at Stand Up Live. Uh, Kevin Smith, the great Silent Bob. Uh, 480-719-6100 if you want to go see it. StandUpLive.com. And, of course, his amazing weight loss. And his, he quit on beef and pork, and he's done, Brady. He's done. He's one of those. Oh, no, he's, he's a traitor. <laughs> There's a tear rolling down yeah, Brady's face. He's a traitor, Brady. It's a sad day. He might talk to you and say, you got to give up meat. He can talk to me. Yeah, he can talk. All he talks a lot. He talks till he's blue. What would you do if a doctor told you no more meat? I'd probably take him pretty serious. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> would you, uh, do you Say believe you would, for that. you would have the kind of energy like you would. Yeah, catch the fever fest. Yeah, we'd have one of those moments. That's how you'd have to roll it out to yeah. me. Gotta catch that fever. Catch the fever festival. <laughs> anyway, you're going to die if you keep eating meat. Yeah, well, I'm taking that pretty seriously. <laughs> what you said when you made English. Gonna think on that. You made words, and I heard words, and now my words falling out of my mouth. You're just making sounds to avoid what we're talking about, aren't you? I'm thinking about meat. I'm not gonna lie. That's tough, man. You think you could do it? Like just get rid of meat altogether? Stop if for the doctor, rest of your life. Oh, if I had a full out just heart stopping, this is over heart attack. I think I think I'd be, I'd be pretty. Like Kevin had. Well, I'd be pretty receptive to the idea of. Maybe there is something to the, it. The whole thing, if that's what did it, right? I'm sure contributes. Oh, it contributes. Plenty I mean, of research. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're 400 pounds, yeah. that and everything else you were doing, you're before. pushing your uh, body pretty hard. Yeah. But switching well, over arteries. to just the greens is, uh, you know, that's what we were supposed to eat. That's why our teeth are flat. So mm-hmm. you kind of think maybe this is what my body really needs, and I've been pushing the whole meat thing and all the other stuff. So eh, I would, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to, but if if that was the Prognosis. I'm probably probably be able to do it. I'm gonna have a veggie burrito for lunch today. Yeah. Oh man, I love that conversation. Cauliflower pizza and veggie uh, pizzas are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, you can look at Facebook and uh, Brady's drawing for the story is up now. What is? What a large woman. Yeah. Well, she's got to be. She got 24 gerbils hanging out of her those, dress. Oh, <laughs> those are gerbils. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The big lady. They didn't look like gerbils. <laughs> Brady, Brady well, some do. over in bags. <laughs> yeah. Brady drew a giant woman, but again, she would have to be to have the twenty. You can check it out on Brady's artwork. His refrigerator drawings are up uh, every morning. We've decided in 2019, Brady will draw his favorite story. And somebody suggested Good we therapy. take one, and we have people like vote on him or whichever one gets the most comments, and that becomes uh, a big picture for a calendar next year of Brady's artwork. Are you sure you got the right yeah. day, Toledo? Yeah, is that right? Oh man. Well, it is. He would be calling today to talk about tomorrow. So. He'll be all right. We're good. Kid Tilly's got proof. He's got proof. 116, 815, 715 Pacific. He'll be fine. We'll get it going. Uh, We'll talk to Kevin Smith in just moments. It's 98K UPD. All right. uh, Shut up. That's not supposed to happen. Uh, It's time now for Kevin Smith to uh, be here and uh, upon us. Hang on. I've got to fix things now. I'll just stop that there. That's perfect. Let the God smack play. Yeah, you know what? Just let it go. Be like that uh, Pharrell shit. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Just have music in the back. Anyway, uh, Kevin Smith is on the line with us. Kevin is uh, a genius. Of course, we all know this. And now there's a third of him. Kevin, are you there? 
I am, and I just want to say that uh, that is exactly how I initiate sex with my wife. I'm like, it's time for Kevin Smith to be upon you. <laughs> right, that's exactly right. He's going to leap upon you. And now a much more pleasant experience because it doesn't hurt like it used it to. It is. It's a, lot, it's a lot easier. The landing part yeah. for her is, is, is much easier. Suddenly she's not getting hit with as much girth. <laughs> and not down there. This yeah. is no yeah. penile thing. I'm no, not you... saying, ooh, I got girth. I never had. I lost weight there at birth. <laughs> so it, 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 everything else just caught up. Now the, the rest of the body gathered matches. there. The landing part plus it your... matches the rest of the body matches the micro penis. That's they, where the diet came from. Do you up. really? Let's be honest here. Open book time. Do you really have a micro penis? There has to be celebrities with a micro penis. It's statistically impossible. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. I wouldn't call it micro, but it's not very impressive at all. I, I do refer to it as zero to sixty. Uh, you know, uh, some people, of course, used to say, "A grower, not a shower." Yeah. Um, left to my own devices. Like a Greek statue, I look very unimpressive. But, like, you know, a little attention, then things look halfway decent, but still not yeah. like, oh, I'm in for the ride of my life. <laughs> like, All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to have to work with this. Yeah. See, I've discovered recently, and I think we're, I'm 46. I think we're close to the same age. I've just, I'm 48. I got you about two years. Okay. I'm an old man. Maybe it's just the two. Are your balls in the water yet? Mine are. No, they, uh, that hasn't happened. Ralph, who uh, I do Hollywood Babylon with, he's always talking about how extended and long uh, they are. His his uh, his, his uh, testes. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's just dips. Yeah, maybe it's just people who and do he, impressions. Then, because I do impressions too. It could and, be and and the fact that he, and yours is large. I have I have small like my balls are so normal. Like I'm like I'm a 13 year old boy, but my scrotum skin is like pachyderm. It's forever. <laughs> it's, it's huge and it's can, not... I, can i tell you that there was a i was a, i'm the day i met dave Chappelle. And this was years ago i was doing shorts for the tonight show uh -huh. me and my friend andy McElfresh would, would go around and do these roadside attractions shorts so uh i was backstage because i used to go intro the shorts on the show and Chappelle used to do shorts for the tonight show as well so he was home, uh, back visiting and whatnot. And so Andy was like, this is Dave. I used to do the shorts with Dave all the time. And I said, hey, man, how are you? And we were sitting there chit-chatting. The conversation rolls up to small penis. Uh -huh. And at one point, I'm trying to think, um, I, I, I will use not the colloquial terms, mm -hmm. but more the proper terms so we can get it through on the radio. Okay. But Dave, he said, um, I knew a guy whose who's, uh, thing was so small that Every time he went to the bathroom, he just urinated on his ball. <laughs> and so like a waterfall. That, yes. And we all, we all laughed in the room, but inside I was like, that's me. Every time. <laughs> He's talking about me. Oh, he is pathetic. literally talking about me, and I'm laughing about me right now. Yeah. To try to hide the fact that. I am that thing he's describing. Yeah, and meanwhile, your penis cries into a giant beanbag of testicles. My penis don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't see other penises, so it doesn't understand that it's losing out. That's I true. have seen other penises, so I know what's going on. It just never introduced him to another guy like him. <laughs> exactly. That's man. pretty smart. Then he'll be like, head "What?" Games. It's, it's like when games. you. Yeah. It's like when you got a squirrel, like a you know, and you make a squirrel your pet. And then if you try to bring it into the outside world, it sees another squirrel and it's like, what? I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Same thing here.
That's the that's the mindset <laughs> of a penis. That's, that's brilliant. That's <laughs> yeah. philosophy. I love that. Uh, Kevin, I thought I was alone. <laughs> I thought you created me. There is no God. Uh, how about the uh, the weight loss thing? Everybody, I'm sure you're kind of tired of talking about. It. You're down. I saw a picture oh, of you. Not, oh my God! Are you kidding me? I spent years talking about the weight gain, so I'm more than happy to talk about the weight loss. You're, you're, um, look at you now. Uh, you're a handsome man, though. Look at these pictures of you. Like, look my at God, the, he's been you. hiding in this uh, this sea of fat. You know what's really nice is that it happened now. Like, uh, of course, it would have been nice to be thinner my whole career and stuff. But, like, you know, I, 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 the older I got, I was like, well, I guess I'll just get progressively bigger until I'm Jabba the Hutt. But uh, <laughs> to, to kind of see high school weight again is, is a mind-bender. Yeah. Um, to, to see my feet again is a mind-bender. And it was never like the aim. I wasn't sitting there going, I want to lose a bunch of weight, man, so I look better. It was just like, i got to save my life, so I have to stop eating things like this. I went vegan yeah. and it just started falling off. How horrible was that? Not bad. I mean, you know, I joke all the time. I'm like, you should be happy, now I'm vegan. But uh, <laughs> I, I actually enjoy uh, what I eat. Like, I'm, I, It's not like it made me like vegetables more where suddenly I'm like, get it out of asparagus. For the yeah. first time in my life, I understand it. <laughs> I just found food that isn't. Uh, you know, meat or cheese or, or milk oriented, no animal food product that I can eat. So a lot of chickpeas, a lot of beans and stuff, black beans. Okay. And then there's a restaurant here in town that I eat at like every day called Veggie Grill. They make it easy. They yeah. make vegetables palatable and stuff. So it's not so much like I made a massive life change and started committing to things that I could never commit to before. Not at all. As much as I was scared of dying, I was even more scared of eating a carrot. So it's not like I <laughs> I altered in a big, bad way. Uh, I just found the things I could uh, deal with in a vegan world and, and just, just kind of gravitated toward them. So, yeah. you know, yes, your options come down considerably. It's not like I could sit there and kill a whole box of tricks anymore, but that's probably a good thing. Yeah, that's probably you been know? pure. Like, yeah. Have you been pure? Yeah. Have you ever gone I, I, off or like, uh, I'll, I'll do a hamburger? No, God, no. I, I've, uh, first, I mean, that, who would I be cheating in that instance? You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's more me. That, it's not like I'm getting away with this and I drop dead. <laughs> um, but I also have a little vegan in the house. The kid's been vegan for three years longer than, than me. So wow. when I made the jump, she was there. She was the one that encouraged it. You know, she'd never, she's got a pretty first world life and, and very, you know, pampered. She's not spoiled, but like, Nothing bad's ever really happened to this kid, right. including, like, when I was growing up, we'd lose relatives left and right. I'd gone to so many funerals when I was a kid. This kid never been to any funerals that I, that I know of and stuff. So when I had the heart attack, that was, like, the worst thing that ever happened to her. Like, suddenly she was like, oh, my God, things, bad things can happen in this life. So she was really rattled by it. And so the day in the hospital, the day after the heart attack, I was, I was only in the hospital for, like, 36 hours. But the next morning... Um, the nutritionist came in and started talking about, well, like, you know, you had 100% blockage in your LAD. That's a lot of cholesterol. You know, you should think about maybe going plant-based because that will help with the cholesterol. And my kid leapt on that. She was like, yes, one of us. You have to do with that. She got real upset. So I was like, you know what? I ate the way I wanted to for 47 years at that point. I'm 48 now. 47 years. I said, I'm going to try eating the way I'm supposed to for like six months and see how it goes. And that was 11 months ago. And and I don't, there's nothing I miss. I'm never like, oh man, if I can only have that turkey or something like that. Right. It's, it's weird. Like, I, you know, you got to assume when you look at the size of me, I, 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 it's not like, gee, I wonder what mashed potatoes and gravy tastes like. Like I, <laughs> clearly the problem was I had too much. So you just reach a place where you're like, 
well, I guess I'll never eat that again, and that's that's okay. I read uh, Penn Jillette's book, Presto. I didn't read it. I listened to it because he's a wonderful storyteller. Right. So in his book, he talks about, like, he loved pizza, you know, and, and he lost, like, over 100 pounds. That's why he wrote the book. So he loved pizza, and he one time went out to eat with Lou Reed, and Lou Reed's his hero, and they had pizza, and it was amazing and stuff. He's like, for the rest of my life, every piece of pizza I had after that, you know, I was chasing that feeling. And he's going, like, it wasn't going to come for the pizzas because I ate pizza with Lou Reed. And guess what? That'll never happen again. So why bother continuing with pizza? I already had the best pizza I was ever going to have in my life. So wow. little life hacks like that certainly made it easier for me where I was, you know, sometimes sitting there and I wanted to default to just snack it out. And I'm not even talking about, like, sugary snacks. I'm just talking about, like, oh, I just want to eat and then you start thinking like yeah are you hungry or you're bored you realize that like i eat for entertainment that was my thing like some people go for sports some people go for whatever i you know eating made me happy i would end the day laying in bed watching a, a movie and eating for the whole two-hour experience <laughs> not like popping popcorn in but just like mealing for two hours straight to the credits that was my favorite pastime so you just have to let some of that stuff go and, and accept the fact that it's like you did it, and it was fun. It was amazing. When you think about, like, you know, the transgressive fun you've had in your life, laying in a bed and, and you know, eating for two hours in an orgy of food, that's that's wonderful, yeah. but you can't do that for the rest of your life. You did it. It was fun. Move on. It's so like drugs. you, you got to just kind of cast it aside and say, well, I did drugs, and I got away with it. It really is. Like Jason Mewes, you know, we've been doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, the podcast, for over eight years now, and in it he talks about addiction, and that's how he stays away from drugs is by – doing the podcast and stuff. And after years of sitting next to him and listening to him tell his journey, which is kind of like my journey, but except, you know, drugs as opposed to food. You know, it was weird to embark on my own and suddenly have that guy be judgmental about me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I spent exactly. most of my life being judgmental about him. Suddenly he flipped the script and he's like, how much weight you lose this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Now, here's the thing, though. Argue with me on this one, Kevin Smith, because uh, yeah. I, I still have... I'm not changing, and I'm okay. So I, I, I moderate, my, but I'm a meat eater, and I have a theory about vegans that make that they just won't admit they're wrong. That's all I say. Like you can be a vegan all you want, but you won't admit you're wrong because all vegans try to do is make their vegetables taste like meat. <laughs> Every meal you guys do is like an attempt to a taste like chicken. It tastes, it tastes like, like steak. And it's like, well, if you, I, th I thought you guys didn't want that, but you have that. That's just an admission. That, yes, I, I, you can't right. control yourself, but I want the healthy stuff to taste exactly like the bad stuff. I, I'll go you one further. I'm not going to argue with you because I think that's a solid theory. However, I don't think it's people going, I want it to taste like meat. They just want it to be tasty. And, of course, meat is tasty. You know, yeah. we love, I've loved chicken my whole life for a reason. I didn't eat chicken because I was forced to. I ate it because I was like, ooh, this is tasty. Uh, same thing with a burger and whatnot. So yeah. it's less, to, if I had to guess, it's less about... I want the carnage in my mouth. I want to taste <laughs> death and blood. It's just more about, like, I want something that's tasty and familiar. So that's why there's always, like, some sort of aggregate in vegan world. Like, you can't get a hamburger, but you can get a Beyond Burger, which tastes Ugh. pretty much like it, or an Impossible Burger, which tastes Ugh. pretty much like it. And then you realize that, like, like in Beyond Burger, you're like, I just ate a 
pea protein. That's it. Like yeah. nothing died. There was no meat. And well, you have to, lighter. but also vegans have to tell you because I was at a place when I got one of those Beyond Burgers and no one said it wasn't a burger and it was like a baby's diaper. If you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know it's coming, then if you if you can brace yourself, but if you expect to bite into a burger and it looks like a burger and it has the, every yeah. visual aspect of burger. And you bite into it, and it's that mushy. You're like, what happened to this meat? Oh, I was so. I thought for sure I had like I got the I, bad I one. Took, uh, I took Jason and his wife uh, Jordan. She runs our company to uh, Veggie Grill, you know, because I've been talking about it for months. Going, oh, this place is amazing. I want to. I want to buy stock in it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, the cheese is unbelievable. They make nachos, and the cheese tastes like nacho cheese. I guarantee you, in like six months, it's going to come out that it was never plant based and it was real <laughs> cheese because it's that good. So they came to eat with me, and I'm like, I got them the exact same thing I get myself every time. Both of them ate some of the mono nachos, and they look at each other, and they look at me, and Jay goes, I don't think you remember what cheese tastes like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a transition you have to be prepared for. Cause I, and that's the vegan thing. Like They always like have that push, like it tastes just the same, and then you're like, no, you don't know. You don't remember. you got to have some leanness. The kid, is, uh, the kid makes the push. She's beautiful. Hers is about compassion. She loves animals stuff like that yeah and my push was about i love myself and i didn't want to die so i started yeah. eating right but it's one it's nothing you ever push on something like the kid will try to convert people but i'm like you can't do that like think yeah. about it. you lived in my house for three years and i all i thought was you were crazy so like the <laughs> only reason i went vegan is because i had to so you know all i can do is i don't go out there and be like you gotta do this not at all right. but when people ask i'm like look this is the path i take and it kind of works and i i don't know honestly anybody who hates vegetables with a passion more than me. Yeah. Like, it's not even like, oh, I don't care for them. Like, I, I detest them like a sickness and everything they stand for. So it was weird that I had to embrace them to save my life. Do you, do you suggest the pattern of eating until you almost explode and then going vegan? <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. most of our choice. Yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, I think the that's red, smart. The red flag. Somebody, somebody, somebody was like, how'd you lose weight, man? How do you do it? And I was like, well, first you have a heart attack, a massive right. one. And then you decide that you want to live so desperately that you start changing everything, going 180 degrees in the opposite direction. Yeah, but then it's pretty easy. Yeah, and after, after a while you change your relationship with food, and it's a different world. It's fuel, and you're enjoying yourself. What's well, good, and then seeing you that's, is, that's, is like it's a, it, watching that special the night it happened is, is, yes. uh, is, is frightening. I mean, what were you going through on stage? Did you feel anything while that was going on? Was that on Showtime? Which one was that? That was the one around Showtime, Silent but Deadly. Um, did I feel anything? Not during the show, not at all. Like, there was never a moment where I was like, i got to get off this stage. Um, you know, I was sweaty, but back then I sweat when I breathe, so it really didn't. It wasn't an indicator. <laughs> Although later on, I was told it was an indicator. Like, profuse sweating, that's a sign of a heart attack. I'm like, nobody ever told us that. You know, all Fred Stanford ever said was you clutch your chest and throw your arm out and scream Elizabeth. So, like, nobody said, oh, you might feel nauseated. You might sweat a lot. I'm like, these are things that happen to me normally. And they happen along the way. Like, you know, my doctor later on was like, you probably had warning sign mini heart attacks that you just didn't recognize in advance. And as we kind of went through the year leading up to it, I realized there was an incident where I was like playing this uh, video game, Ra uh, Raven the Redwoods. Like I was part of a Call of Duty video game and yeah. it was a zombie game within the game. And so I was playing the game on Twitch with the developer and you know it's first person shooter games so you're running through the woods and stuff and he was really good at it i wasn't and toward the end of it 
uh, like we were live on Twitch, and I was like, wait, man, is there a bathroom nearby? I got to go real quick. He goes, we're almost done. We got two minutes left. I was like, I need to go right now. He's like, it's in the hallway. I ran out to the hallway. I could barely make it to the bathroom, got to the bathroom, and it was like a public bathroom, not even a private one. Instantly went down to the floor and had this weirdest feeling I'd ever had in my life that I didn't recognize. And I was scared, and I, I felt, like, nauseated. And I, it didn't wasn't heart pain, but, like, something was going on. Right. And so I threw up a little bit, like bile, not even chunky. Ugh. And then suddenly I felt better. And then I, you know, stood up, washed my face, stumbled outside. And the guy was like, are you all right? And I said, yeah, I just something happened in there. Like, I, I felt a way that I have never helped, felt before. And he goes, do you play video games regularly? I said, no. And he goes, oh, man, you got motion sickness. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah, that's what happens. And sometimes when you're in the game, like, and you don't game very often, you get motion sickness. So that, I was, oh, and that made sense. He's not a doctor, but I'm like, well, he would know. He plays video games. <laughs> right. so you really, always want that. <laughs> <laughs> really, the doctor said, you know, when I was in the, when I had the heart attack, it was 100% occlusion, 100% blockage in my LAD. So this happened six months prior and the doctor was like you were probably at 95 98 wow and your body was desperately trying to tell you like we can't push as much blood through this artery and that he's going that was a warning sign that was you might have had a mini heart attack and not even known it so, wow so on the day i didn't even know it i wasn't sitting there going ow this is physical pain it manifested as me not being able to catch my breath so if anything, I thought I was too stoned. I was like, oh, my God, it is possible to smoke too much weed. And I've done it, and I've broken a lung or something like that. But really, it was the, the LAD that goes over the heart was so blocked. Think of like a garden hose when you bend it in half and the yes. water builds up on one side. That's what was happening. So that artery was pushing the heart down, and the heart was in turn pushing down on the lungs. And that's why I felt like I couldn't breathe. But never once was I like, I, this is a cardiac thing. I just thought it was a breathing thing. And that's how people drop dead of those heart attacks. Like, my whole life, I've had relatives drop dead, and I'm like, how do you not know you're about to have a heart attack? Right. Like, this is impossible. Wouldn't you feel something? But what I felt would not have sent me to the hospital. The only reason I wound up there is because, thank God, Jason's wife, Jordan, called an ambulance. But I wasn't hurt enough or in pain enough for me to be like, we need to get to the hospital. Like, I just felt nauseated. And that's oh. how people drop dead because they're like, oh, I don't feel too good today. And it's you don't recognize like, oh, my God, my heart, it's on fire. It feels like it's attacking me. Right. You just feel really off. And then suddenly you drop. So if you're I'm not trying to make people paranoid. Yeah, I was going to say, this has ruined my day. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm sorry. But for those of us particularly, and this is true, men in our 40s, like the doctor, um, not the doctor who saved my life. His name is Dr. Mark Ladenheim. But Dr. Paula, who I see whenever I go do a movie, you know, they make you do a physical cough and all that stuff. So I saw her for the first time in like three years, and she heard the story. And she goes, you are so lucky. I was like, I know everyone's told me how lucky I am. She goes, no, 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 you don't get it. She's going, when I was practicing surgery, she's going, this is going years back. We're a bunch of us, five surgeons, top notch, in a room operating on a man who had had a widow make her heart attack. Yeah. She's going, our lead surgeon drops to the floor with another Widowmaker what? heart attack. I was like, you're kidding. And what are the odds? And she goes, doesn't matter. The good news is we were in a hospital. She's like, if you're ever going to have a heart attack, have it in a hospital yeah. surrounded by doctors. I was like, so you <laughs> saved him. She goes, no, the point of the story is he dropped dead. Oh, my She's God. Gone. We were four other surgeons at the top of our game, and he was like 45 years old. She's gone, that Widowmaker, it's not even 50-50. She goes, you know, it's 80-20 and takes more people 
then we can save. And it doesn't matter. We, we were all standing right next to the man with every piece of equipment possible. She's like, we could not save him. She goes, those heart attacks for men in their 40s, that's where you're most susceptible for some reason. She's going, this is the corridor where you have to carefully watch yourself. She's going, right now, looks like you might make it out, but you got to, you know, stay on the path or whatever. So God damn it, Kevin Smith. Jeez, this is sorry. brutal. Our oh, audience oh, our oh, audience oh. is huge, 34 to 50 years old. We used to, we used to have you on and you'd talk about uh, pooping your pants and stink-fisting people and all this, and now, now I'm scared. I'm going to the doctor. Like, yeah, yeah. My yeah. best friend, 46. Widowmaker. Stop it. Don't you add to it. Good Lord, man. Yeah, no, I'm, a bunch of people right now turning off their dial going, nope, not going to deal with it. <laughs> right. so they've been doing it for years. I'm not going to start Kevin now. Kevin Smith's a dick. Have Kevin, have you noticed that your audience, because I remember when I talked to you, you were here before, and I saw you backstage, and I said, man, if you, and it was weird, I had no premonition of this, I said, if you ever dropped out on stage, there are like 40 to 50 replicas of Kevin Smith in the audience at all times (laughs) that that could come up and take your place, and I'm not sure the other 39 guys would notice. Uh, Have you noticed that your audience has (laughs) slimmed down with you? Yes. Uh, The nice thing is, like, you know, because uh, you go through something, and, and the people that like your stuff, you know, find inspiration throughout their normal life. Like, oh, I'm going to try this because that kid did this or whatever. This was no different. When I, you know, had the heart attack, when I started losing weight, you know, a bunch of them who were my size were like, I've taken this as a warning. I'm not going through what you went through and have started losing weight. I'm, you know, I became a, a WW ambassador. So a bunch of them joined up with me as well. But um, it's nice on Twitter every morning. Like I see a lot of photos of shirtless men. Uh, who are showing it. Yeah, I, I wish my brother's gay. And he's been married to his husband, Jerry, for like 25 years. Um, he, he Every once in a while, he's like, I should have had your life. Look at all the access to men. <laughs> um, in, my, in my Twitter feed, it's a bunch of pictures of shirtless men, large shirtless men, showing me that they went from a very large size to a much smaller size. And that feels amazing. There are people out there who are like, I just saw one this morning. And the dude was like, I lost, the day you had your heart attack, it scared me. I started losing weight. I've lost 120 pounds. There's a massive, like, difference between the two pictures and whatnot. And my man took his cues because I almost dropped dead because he's like, look, we were the same size, man. And, like, I'm not going through that. So if people can walk away with something for, with that, like, you, you walk away going, you know, maybe, maybe I should kind of look into uh, reducing what I take in. Or maybe I, here's the biggest one. Nobody ever thinks about doing this. Stop by your doctor. Just have them do a heart test on you when you're in your forties, man. Late, you know, mid mid to late forties. But pop in, cost like maybe two hundred bucks, and I know that's, you know, sometimes hard to find two hundred bucks. But this is your life you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be someplace one day and being my back hurts, and then you just drop dead. You know, these are things that we can't stop the grave. It's always going to happen. But like we can extend this life as much as possible. It's like the tax game. The government takes your money regardless. And if you, you, you don't give it to them, then they throw you in jail and you get in trouble and stuff. So, like, they're, they're going to take the piece. Just accept that. Just yeah. live with that. Just be like, look, that's part of the game. The tam- table's tilted, whatever, man. Just accept the fact that this is something you've got to do for yourself, man. Like, life is like the tax money. We try to keep as much of it as we can. Like, you know, you find little write-offs, and you're like, oh, I work in the entertainment business, so I went to the movies, and so I have 10 bucks as a write-off. Right. It's all about taking as many seconds or as many minutes back as you can, because ultimately this is a game we all lose. Yeah. So take the time while you're in your 40s. I know nobody wants to think about it, but, like, take <laughs> it from a guy who was almost there and was told 
you have a 20% chance of living in the next hour. You never want to hear that, Good ever. God. That, that, was, that really set me down a path where I was like, oh, this is it. I'm done. And I do want to report that, and, and you know, I, I know this is my case, so it's not the same for everybody, but even though I was sitting there going, wow, I might die tonight and stuff, I sat there, thought about my life. Like, I, I always assumed when faced with death, I'd be like, you know, who's, who's, who's D do I got to suck to get out of this or whatever? <laughs> And instead, like, you hit this weird calm. It's not even eerie calm, but it's this calm of, like, is the opposite of what I thought it would be when I found out I was about to die. Instead, what I felt was like, oh, my God, I'm done. I get it now. This is graduation. It's like high school. It's like I, I was scared of this my whole life, but really I've done this before. Like, this is just completion. And, yeah, I don't know what's next, but, like, this makes sense. Like, it's supposed to end. It sucks them 47 while it's happening, but... I've had a pretty good life, so, you know, give thanks, live life, and release and stuff. And then, you know, the doctor saved me. So take it from a guy who is there. You don't want to have somebody – you don't want to hear people talking around you about how you might die in the next hour. No. Did you so start praying real quick? Right now. Yeah, no, or, or did, I didn't because I felt like, you know, if I pray, Jesus would be like, you made dogma. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Did you still uh, suck some D just in case that was going to get you out of it? Oh my lord! If I could have, <laughs> yeah. One, How many would it like, take? Who are like you? you in charge? Like what if the doc, if, in those situations? Because I've not been in one. Uh, I'll tell you this, just to just to make people who are listening more comfortable. Because a guy just emailed me and said, "Jesus, become Silent Bob again." I'm having a heart attack right now. Listen. He said uh, uh, the doctor gave me a, a scan and a little test of all my organs, and it turns out that they all are testing below the age of eighteen. So technically, uh, they're all underage, which is fantastic. Just thought I'd throw that out there. You've got the guts of a teenager. That's what I said. I I tell my wife that, you know, every time you sleep with me, you're sleeping with a teenager's uh, organs, which is probably illegal somewhere. Now she's writing an email being like, will you go silent, Bob? (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) It's like an R. Kelly thing with my organs, but she's into it. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, if a doctor came into you, this is the conversations we used to have, Kevin, when you'd call. If a doctor came in and said, there's nothing more we can do for you, you have to blow me. And then I would live, or there's yeah. nothing more you could do for me, you might as well. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That changes. That changes it. Would you do it? Give I'm, it a run. You, have you ever tried this? Like, we haven't, we don't even know medically if this will work, but let's give it a run. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, we've tried every option, every alternative. I'm like, everything, Doc? Yeah. You have to exhaust everything. He's like, well, there's one thing we haven't tried. Just, you know. <laughs> well, well, like sounding or something like that? With, like he, he brings that to the table. Like, we think maybe we can do something with this? Like, I don't know where I'd draw the line. Like, okay, that's it. Maybe if we dock, that will happen. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's dock. Um, I'm, I'm going to believe anything he says, and even if it's an educated or an uneducated guess, like, I'm going to take it because yeah. he has more training than me. Well, the reason I ask is because you said you, you were at peace with honest, it. I am at peace with it. But to be honest, if, if the dude was like, you know, uh, this or death, I'd also be kind of flattered. I'm like, yeah. you want my mouth? That's so <laughs> awesome. What if, he looked just like, what if he looked just like you used to look? Um, I'm I'm down for it. Oh my God! I've always wanted to to do that to myself. So that <laughs> yeah, that's the there you go. It's the closest thing. Next, <laughs> next best thing, I suppose. Uh, see, that's it. Well, because Kevin, it is. Up and I can't even see the dude's face because all I see is his gut. Like that's 
That's what my wife had to deal with for years. <laughs> you so put your fans, yeah. walk a mile, right? Walk a mile in her shoes. So you're tomorrow night. You're over here at uh, Stand Up Live in Phoenix. Four eight zero seven one nine sixty one hundred. You can see Kevin Smith healthy as ever, living the life and uh, doing Hollywood Babylon. Talking about, I'll be up on stage giving people tips on how to not die. And then you know, Ralph will do some voices. It'll be great. Uh, it's it awesome. It's a great. Thankfully, it's a, Ralph will be there to make some jokes. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're healthy and everything else. And we saw online. We're running short on time. We saw online. Your is moose jaw a real thing? Uh, it will be, but uh, moose jaws, which is jaws with a moose instead of a shark, but right. it goes after uh, the next one. In uh, two, three weeks, I head to Louisiana and we start James Silent Bob reboot. Oh, cool! Can I suggest something yeah, for yeah. moose jaws? Please do. Keep it aquatic. Done and done. <laughs> the moose is a fish. What? Well, yeah, he's, got he, he's still in water. Like he's but down moose in the water. In general, spend a yeah, lot of time, a lot of time in, in water. water. Is that like when he swim a lot? Well, there's a scene where uh, the moose attacks. Um, uh, 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 what are they called? You know, um, where you hold the string. Water skiing. Oh, um, yeah. I've got a sequel. <laughs> a water skier. <laughs> yes, and and uh, there's a lot of moose attacking in water. Okay. That was part of the charm of doing moose jaws was was finding out how much time moose spend in the water. I was like, this makes it even easier. But could he still sneak up on, like, uh, party goers on the beach? That's the fun part. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This, this is, this is well. moose jaw is, is uh, my recent dalliance in the, the world of marijuana. I can't wait for this movie to Jesus, come out. Jesus, how high do you need to yeah. be? This is, this, imagine, all right, think about how terrifying a shark is, right? But at oh. least you get on the beach, you're safe. But with a moose? Yeah. Nope. You get on the beach, he's coming on the beach. Yeah, he's not. He, yeah, and, and, you're, and you somewhat expect a shark in the water. If a moose starts yeah. chasing you in the water, and then you're like, there's no escape here other than air Imagine travel. Imagine that. You're just dying in the jaws of a living thing, and you're like, I'm something else's food. This is the worst in <laughs> And then you realize it's a moose. So you're like, I'm dying comedically as well. Don't mock me for all time. <laughs> and he's, they're not even like meat eaters, which makes them even more crazy, like unexpected. Well, I can't wait for this. I hope this comes out like uh, by June. It's good. No, it won't be June. Uh, wow. First James on Bob. Reboot by June, and hopefully by June we start Moose Jaws. Well, I'm going st- to start making my own versions at home. <laughs> my lawyer will be in touch. <laughs> it's too go. good kevin we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> thank you man appreciate it thanks guys excellent talking to you have All a great you day too. see you man uh there you go kevin smith everybody always a treat and uh i mean other than all that medical crap he was making us all feel horrible but god it makes you think doesn't it, it does you start hitting that Maybe age you feel and, good yeah. yeah brady i was thinking of you because i'm ever... out of my 40s yeah <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> safe yeah another you're excuse you're for brady you're in the red light day Decade, John. Yeah, that's it. I, I beat it. You're good. You you I got to fifty, system. which is zero heart attacks after. Yeah, after yeah right. At fifty, now. you're good. You're it's in... true. It's the death decade, and I'm I'm in the heart of it, man. Welcome aboard, Eric. Oh, you just joined. I get I got my heart test. I'm good. Yeah, my heart came out great, but might, you never know. I might have one every year now. Yeah, I'm gonna have one every couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot. Who of... Did you go? Let, let me ask you about this organ test you've been it's bringing. The hospital. Up. They tested every one of your organs. Yeah, they do How, ultrasounds of your organs, and then they do tests on your blood. And they can and tell else. from an ultrasound that oh, it's, yeah. it's blood. The organ of it's, a fourteen-year-old boy. Blood test. I didn't get the yeah. age. I never yeah, got an test. age. Well, because thing. you guys have uh, you're poor. You have terrible doctors. <laughs> My doctor goes through. I mean, the, the, this guy's blowing smoke. No, up he's not. Right. I've had it done twice. I've had two different ultrasounds, and they can assess your organs' age. 
and how it performs and functions by blood and, well, I had and the multiple entire tests. heart test thing done again like by he some never clinical state doctor a at a county <laughs> hospital i mean that's <laughs> why the state's paying for it look hillary you go to crappy hospitals i <laughs> yeah, go to incredibly whatever. expensive top-notch doctors and they did tell me you know the things to worry about with the things that i've got that occasionally that's bad that your organs function too well and some will uh, affect others when one's healthier than another because they're all tied together so your pancreas starts getting into a certain situation where if it's over-functioning, then you, you, know, you start getting into insulin issues and all that other stuff where it's like, this isn't going as well as this one, so they're, they're kind of fighting. And, and when one's healthier than another, by a lot. Organs yeah. are, are, that's a good thing. Bodies are uh, yeah. different. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. And you're, you, know, you can have a, a terrible uh, you know, circulation system. Yeah, your system. body breaks down. Right. Matter, yeah. And the organs can be great, but your circulation is bad, and that'll screw things up, too. But, yeah, they, they go through in the ultrasound, and there's a... Keep getting bashed in the head. You're going to be stupid. But, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I do everything I can to wreck that. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Well, I, sa- I said it yesterday. I was like, yeah, I said, all this work I'm doing, I try to stay in shape, and I've got healthy organs, and the doctors are always like, man, blood pressure's out. So 118 over 78. I can guess it every time. It's great. And then I go, and I just smash my face into people's knees. I'm like, why would you do this? Stupid... Uh, you Needle know, you, scraping the shoulder. Like, I will have going. ALS. I yeah. drink diet soda and I smash my face into people's legs. <laughs> it's inevitable that I will be dumb as a rubber. But people will be like, his organs are like 12. So all I am is a great harvest for somebody who needs an yeah, organ. Yeah, you better donate. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They're mine. <laughs> what a dick. And that's why. Because these healthy bastards are going in the earth with me. <laughs> he didn't even donate those teenage organs he's got. Yeah, the doctors were pleased. They're like, "That's great. It actually can backfire on you." Where some are actually overacting on others. So, uh, not like Kevin Smith, it was just a disaster, hundred percent. But yeah, you know, everybody starts thinking about like if you're fat right now and you're driving around, like I get sweaty and nauseous just climbing stairs. It gets you thinking. So hopefully, Kevin, you know, if it's one guy out there that you sit back and say, you know what, I'm going to go to the doctor today and I find out you're 85. Watching a movie and eating all the way through. Yeah, not going to do that anymore. You shouldn't do that. But maybe there's, maybe there's a dude out there today who goes to the doctor and says you're about 85% blocked. You didn't even know it. You just thought sweating was from fat, and it's not. So hopefully Kevin's words will uh, fix one person, maybe multiple, because we got a lot of fat listeners. You guys look terrible. The crappy thing is it gets hot <laughs> as hell in the summer. I know. Here. We sweat all the time. Yeah. But imagine <laughs> being like, big and fat uh, and like, I'm sweating in the, I'm sweating in the shower. Well, it's because it's Phoenix. It's you can make any excuses all you want. Just get checked out. If you're if you're gigantic and you're climbing stairs and it makes you feel horrible, then you know what? Get looked at. Kevin's words are strong. So, and the dude almost dropped dead. How he's alive is unbelievable. That Widowmaker story is unbelievable. The doctor dropped. They they kill you the second they hit because it backs up and then blows your heart up. There's no help. Uh, anyway, that's the comedy for tomorrow. Uh, Hollywood Babylon <laughs> podcast uh, is going to happen. Stand up live if you want to go. Four eight zero seven one nine sixty one hundred. He and Ralph are great, so go see that show. It's nine zero one. We got Rock Wars coming up next. If you live, ninety eight KUPD. I'm busy sending my bruises to the guys over at Tactical Black. I nearly missed that entire thing. I'm a mess. It's great. The house of Bruise living up to its name all over my body. And again, Eric's right. A healthy organs. Always a great uh, report back from the doctor. So what do I do? Throw myself into a chipper and just have fun with it. Just wreck the body that is going so well at this age. And after Kevin Smith uh, talked so uh, glowingly about uh, keeping it healthy and stuff, boy, oh, boy, it has changed some lives. These emails are all coming up like, man, I just made an appointment with my uh, primary care physician. A lot of doctors are. Yeah, they're going, What's going on? Like, you owe us doctors. Like, you weren't doing well enough as it is. It's like, damn it, I'm going to the doctor today at 12. Thanks a lot. Silent fall. Everybody's calling off work, making yeah. doctor appointments. People are concerned about other people. 
Uh, I got an email from Mike Simpson says, Larry McHeart attack. Hey, John, was it an optical illusion or has Larry put on a ton of weight? I saw a video you did with him the other day and thought, whoa, what happened to Larry? No, no. no. It was a flashback Friday video, yeah. and many of you baseball fans will remember the time when Larry McFeely got in trouble for eating Ozzie Guillen, because he did. There was, we just ate him and then turned into his face. That's Fat Larry. Fat Larry lived, that was like 2005 to 2008, maybe. Fat Larry, Fat Larry was ridiculous. Was married Larry. Married Fat Larry, yeah. And married Fat Larry. He was comfortable. Boy, was he. He was happy? Is that what you're saying? He was comfortable with a tray of Rice Krispie treats, that's for sure. He was comfortable. But <laughs> Fat Larry showed up, and Fat Larry's pictures are hilarious. Like, we go through all these flashback pictures of the 40th anniversary, look at him, and Larry was a skinny teenager when he started. Uh, stayed a skinny man, got married. Fat Larry showed up for like four years, got divorced, and skinny Larry was back. So Fat Larry was... Those pictures are great because all we do is look at them and go, hey, there's when Larry, uh, Larry's on stage with Papa Roach. That's right before he ate Papa Roach. Maybe that's his fear about getting into a relationship again. Oh, well, he'll balloon. Well, he had a baby. That was a baby weight. He had yeah. the baby. <laughs> that's how that's how one-sided that relationship was. <laughs> like Larry got fat and he never lost his baby weight. But we see those. So that's a 10-year-old video. Larry looks great now. He's skinny again. But Fat Larry in that video, we laughed hysterically when he posted it. He's, look at me. That head. Lord, man. You ate another human being and then took over their person. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to the doctor, I mean, a lot of people saying that that's what they're doing now. Great. I gotta, I'm taking work off now. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, Eric, John, I think, right what, now what? I'm looking up how to dissolve plaque in my arteries. I don't yeah. think I can do it myself. Damn it, I have to call the doctor. I think, and I'm not a doctor, but Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, is that it? I'm pretty sure that's I arteries. think that's the case almost every time. That's why the kids were doing it, to keep their arteries clear. Uh, you can go see Kevin Smith. Uh, tonight or Tomorrow night is the only time you can see it. Stand up live. It's a live podcast, Hollywood Babylon, with uh, Ralph Garman. Great show, and you'll have fun doing it. Uh, we got the uh, Rock Wars coming up. Eric, I don't know if you've got a topic yet. You won last week. Sure. So all right, he's ready to go. All right, let's have at it. Well, we're talking with all this Kevin Smith talk and heart attacks and all that. Uh I've decided I'm going to eat vegetables for lunch. Right. I'm going to jump what? on the treadmill when I get home. Smart. scaring everyone in the, Motivated. the city. Motivated. So we need a treadmill song for today. A song? Like with this topic in mind yes. while, while you're on the treadmill. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Or about uh, eating vegetables. Yeah. Brady, a treadmill is a thing that people do. That, <laughs> like you get on it and run in place for hours, it seems. And it's a jogging device where you don't actually be out. Those are real? Yeah, that's a real thing. Those aren't just... They're not torture devices or anything else like like the man would have you believe. I don't know how many rock songs there are about eating vegetables, but you could do that too if you want. Either treadmill or eating vegetables. A dietary rock song. Yeah, something to get you motivated. To help you lose some weight. Yeah. Maybe get you going. Are there songs like uh, The Devil's Cucumber? I don't know if that's a... <laughs> Or just we were eating in the devil's garden. Just something you want to run on the treadmill. All right, yeah, I, I, it doesn't. Matter. But it does. It's a healthy thing. Healthy. It has a message, though. You can't just say something on the treadmill because that can be any. Well, sure. No, you're, you know, it's the whole point of rock. Work. Is okay. there a band full of vegans? Like a metal band full Probably. of vegans? Probably. I don't know. Not but I think the, I think the overriding message of the song motivates you as to why you're on the treadmill, not just motivates you to run. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, a healthy rock song. <laughs> this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be fun though. I think it. And uh, I'm gonna ban Veggie Tales, Brady. Immediately, I'm gonna ban anything right. from the Veggie Tales catalog. Also, Metallica, Slayer, 
and uh, Nine Inch. There's Nine Inch Nails. Pantera's also up. Those are the ones are. I feel like an animal. Yeah, that's gone. So uh, there are me- there are metal vegan bands. Who's Cattle first decapitation. Owners? Cattle decapitation. Well, you'd think that anyway. I don't want to waste all that meat. Uh, it's nine twenty one. Rock Wars. We'll tell you what we got next. Richard has ruined my eyes just now. Tried to color your world. Jay yeah, colored up my uh, my computer screen. Brains, mush, eyes yeah. destroyed. Well, this well yours would Good be luck too. With those organs. Trust me. Yeah, jealousy is ugly, Eric. <laughs> uh, he changed all the colors on the screen, and now I look like I'm staring into the hat of a, ch- of, of a hot dog on a stick employee. Is he fiddle farting around Look again? at this. Look at what I've got to deal with as far as colors. <laughs> Christmas is more tame. Did he give you a list of which color goes with what? It's crazy. Look at this. That's just, that's a lot. Like what, a is, lot. what does red mean? Nothing. None of them but have any just, meaning. They're, just... they're both together. One dry, one, one uh, screen. Like, I'll take two corn dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I got the corn dog guys looking at me. Ketchup, mustard, relish, and blue. Uh, anyway, Portillos uh, for Captain Coronado. Portillos for his big wedding this weekend. Again, congratulations to my buddy Ted, who's got a Chicago accent, Chicago even Chicago accent. He's not even been there. He's uh, from San Diego, so I call him Captain Coronado. Big bachelor party last night over there with Teddy. Where in the first five minutes he talked about loving his uh, fiance so much, I nearly threw up out of my shoes. <laughs> simple conversation. Hey, Ted, you uh, got any regrets? You feeling those cold feet? I met the lady of my dreams, Jack. Yeah, I never expected to be a man who walked amongst clouds and gods, but that's what she makes me feel like. So it's the happiest week of my life. I'm going to marry this special female. And also, they're opening a Portillo's in Avondale, which makes me happy because it reminds me of my days as a kid in Escondido. <laughs> Why do you have an accent? I just love the city of Chicago. <laughs> my dad was a cop up there in uh, San Ysidro for a while. Then we moved down to San Diego, picked up the accent somewhere around Coronado. I love him. But the last thing you want to hear... At a Tuesday night bachelor party, is how much this guy loves his wife. And there's no drinking. That was a sober speech. She's just special. That's all there is to it. And we're all leaning into each other. What she got? Two vaginas or something? All the married guys are like, oh, God. Good Christ. Go. He's now I'd like to sing a couple of songs. <laughs> He's a rookie. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> I don't want to wreck it for you, but give it some time. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about her is going to drive you nuts. For that first few years, that's all he'll be <laughs> yes. talking about, bringing up how much he loves. You just love her so much, uh, you know, from head to toes to nose. <laughs> all right, By year talking. three, like, hmm. She does, she does have a couple little idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Might drive a regular man bananas, but since I walk amongst the gods on the clouds, I can tolerate it. Five years. She left, and I'm happier. She's added a few pounds. I'm not going to lie about that. But you know what? That's just more of her love. Ten-year anniversary. Bitch is driving me mad. She's fat as a house. I got nothing to talk to her about. She won't even eat portillas anymore. I mean, she eats it, but we can't get her in. Got to butter the doors. And I love her. I walk amongst the clouds with the gods and such. 
I'm going to jump off one of these clouds, goddammit. One of these gods kills me. I'm just a mortal man. How much can I tolerate? Anyway, uh, today's Rock Wars is based on Kevin Smith being with us. Uh, he's over at Stand Up Live tomorrow doing his podcast. Ralph Garman, of course, uh, Hollywood Babylon, comes here and does that at least once a year. But he uh, all drove us to the doctor today because Kevin's heart attack has made us all think twice. Uh, if you're feeling a little off, I know i got a lot of people saying they got it. So uh, get back on the treadmill. It's not even a resolution at this point. Just get healthy again. Uh, take care of yourself. Make sure you're capable of working out and doing stuff like that. And you need some music. Uh, to motivate you. So a Kevin Smith-inspired song about uh, uh, today's topic while you're jogging on the treadmill that'll motivate you to not have a, a Widowmaker heart attack. Eric, you're you're the ringleader here. What do you want? Uh, go ahead, Brady. You can start right. us off. Well, you want to feel better. You, uh, you've you been dreaming of looking better and all that, so you might as well do it with Tom Petty running down a dream. Oh. Great. Running down a dream. What did he die from? Yeah. Uh, drugs. drugs and a heart attack. I felt so good, like anything was possible. Get cruise control. Motivational, indeed. The last few days. I like that one. All right, nice job. Would you like me to go next? Um, what do you want? What are my choices? You or me? Yeah, you can go. All right, I'll go. Uh, I will. Uh, I will definitely follow it up with what is on everybody's mind today. Thanks to Kevin Smith. And maybe you uh, drop dead on that treadmill, and the song will be a, an inspirational message for the person who finds you. Uh, it's Van Halen, Somebody Get Me a Doctor. Fat as a pig. God, you play this while you're on the treadmill. Hilarious. Hilarious. You're going to be thinking about it. Yeah. Oh my Hilarious. God. I better run a little harder. You're not going to go as fast. <laughs> yeah. Man, this guy's talking to me. I better run harder. Great one, too. Van Halen. Somebody get me a doctor. Eric, you're up. All right, the song I chose, the uh, the artist is a vegan along with his wife, and he became a uh, vegan after viewing a slaughterhouse. Yeah, that'll do it. He uh, saw some footage from a slaughterhouse, visited a slaughterhouse, the Trab Zombie, um, and uh, Demon Speeding. And his uh, wife, Cherry Pie Moon? Yeah, yeah Cherry Pie Moon. <laughs> cherry Pie Moon. <laughs> Brady was hungry when he was starving. <laughs> is he part of the uh, Rocklahoma? I think he is. Is it? Right. I, I don't remember. I don't think I saw him on the line. That's exciting, isn't it? Catch the Fever Festival. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. There you go. In my research, I, I didn't realize on, on Rob Zombie, he does not believe in unidentified flying objects, Bigfoot, or extraterrestrial life, even though he's got all the crazy stuff yeah. in his show and all Space that. stuff. He's making fun of you. And he's total atheist. This life is all you get. Yeah. Done. Nothing wrong with that. You know what? If you're wrong, it's just bonus time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I would have thought he'd have believed in all that stuff. because Yeah, the aliens for sure. Yeah. But, Spaceships uh, on his stage. Yeah, watch Pete Holmes' special on HBO uh, about, you know, all the religions and things and, like, the possibilities. And then he breaks down all the stuff, like we're actually on a planet right now, and then you have to deal with that. And he's like, think about that. Like, everything you think is not possible. You're on a planet right now. Not like you're on a planet. 
and endlessness is getting bigger. Just deal with that while you try to figure out what the hell's next. He's right. Uh, all right, those are your choices today. Uh, Eric chose uh, Rob Zombie. Uh, it's Demon called speeding. Uh, Demon Speeding. And Brady had the, the ink spots, red rubber ball. Tom Petty. And I chose Somebody Get Me a Doctor by Van Halen. You can vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Or uh, call it 585-9800. That's phone number. 97936. Text the word WARS. We are voting. We will find out who wins next. It's 98kupd. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good on a Wednesday. All right. Right in the middle of the Rock Wars for today. And uh, the choices for with Kevin Smith making us all feel like we're going to die of the Widowmaker. Hey, man, everybody in your audience is in their 40s. Heart's probably all clogged up. Look at you. You're clogged up. You got to get it. So we thought maybe a, a good song. Eric came up with a good song for you uh, on the treadmill today uh, to think about your, your issues. And Eric chose Rob Zombie uh, because he's a vegan now. And his heart's great, evidently. Uh, Brady chose the uh, Tom, uh, Petty. Tom Petty running down a, dream. down a dream. And I chose Somebody Get Me a Doctor by Van Halen. Uh, on the phones, very close. Eric won the phones. 10 to uh, 9 over me and then 4 for Brady. I won the emails 10 to 8 over Eric, then 4 for Brady. So Brady's done very consistently. Uh, and Lou says, uh, this was easy. Van Halen. Going with that one. Always going to the Van Halen. VH. Well, that's the audience we're talking about. The Van Halen fans are the ones who are probably close to heart attack age. I'm voting for Brady just because I'm in, uh, envisioning him putting on those rose-colored glasses, starting that song, and thinking he's going to start exercising, but in reality, he's polishing off a slab of ribs as he slowly watches darkness overtake him due to the Widowmaker. There is a uh, contentment on his face as he watches and mouths the words, running down a dream, while the treadmill rolls in the background with no one on it. <laughs> he just started it. That's how this works. Uh, this guy says, i got to go with Brady on this one. Now, his name is John, and he spelled my name J-A-H-N. His name is J-O-H-N, and he's like, I bet you John spells it with an A. Uh, i got to go with Brady here. Tom Petty's running down a dream. Uh, it's just like a short guitar riff after the chorus. I like that. Uh, this one says, great pull. I'm going for uh, you this week, John, for the win. The rotund ball of enthusiasm that is Brady. Man, he came in, felt the fever. He's a close second. Socialist disappointed. You're usually one with dinner, uh, with <laughs> this dinner on the pulse of the rock song, but today you missed it. John wins. Voting for Hillary for a second week in a row, and now I'm going to kill myself. Uh, going Don't with John, somebody get me a doctor heading into your 50s. You should probably have that playing in your head all the time, like staying alive for when you, you know, resuscitate someone. Yes. That's very true. That was on the other day when I was in the bathroom because our oldie station was playing it, and I just thought, if somebody drops dead right now in the bathroom, I can help. You're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Got to give it to the fat man today because I'm with him, Tom Petty. Uh, no question. Somebody get me a doctor. John. Uh, oh, no. I'm not going to sing that. Got curses in it. Tom Petty, Van Halen, this 40th anniversary has really got you guys going. Dirtheads rise again. It's like KDKB never went away. Uh, that being said, I'm voting for Eric. Uh, he will receive his second and final victory of 2019. It's calling his shot. Huh? That's right. Uh, leave it to Brady to pick the one Rocks uh, Wars uh, topic and go with a guy who died of an actual heart attack. Just saying. <laughs> I'm voting for Van Halen. The irony. Yeah, it is ironic. Eric is a liberal douche. Brady, you're probably going to have a heart attack. You make me sad. I'm going with you, John. Uh, I'm the opposite of Rob Zombie. Slaughterhouses make my mouth water. <laughs> he didn't even vote. He just told us that. Pretty sure Brady was confused uh, about the definition of running and just went with the first song that had the word running in it. 
F. Rob Zombie in his guitar barbarian speech. Or gutter barbarian speech. I don't know what that means. You will win, John. John, is it possible that Ronnie's term for the heart attack isn't the widowmaker, but the moneymaker? <laughs> oh, that's possible. I bet you there's a lot of ladies out there who have the moneymaker. I'm going with you, America's sweetheart. Well, those organs of a teenager, how can I vote against you? Let Eric know that no matter how he changes his food intake or works out, it will never change the fact that he's a cousin-humping midget with incredibly irreparable damage to his liver that will never meet the teenage liver of the king. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's about as bad as talking about love at your bachelor party. <laughs> oh, I love her so much, though. You know, you bring it up, Eric, and I eat the beat of dead horse, but I'm walking amongst the clouds with the love gods. Everywhere I look is posies and hearts. I think that guy wants to be at a bachelor party with you. Yeah, Ted, this is a bachelor party. That's fine. A lot of people do. That's why I have all these bruises on my arms. I'm, I'm uh, dodging all the dicks that guys do. You got to get him my love my wife uh, bumper sticker. Yeah. I'm going to get one that says I love Ted's wife. How oh, could you not? How could you not love her at all? That'd be sweet to pass out yeah. at a bachelor party. Love, exciting and new. Ted, you are at an all-male bachelor. Shut up about her. She's a special lady. She has to be. Uh, all right, uh, Toledo, what do you got over there? All right, right now on Facebook, John, you've got uh, pretty much the lead on Facebook, and then it's tied on text. Eric has a six-vote lead over Brady. Shut it down! We ain't got time for all that. Uh, John, pick a number between one and six. He's going with number two. Number two is the email, which I won. That's fantastic. There you go. Somebody will get you a doctor. We'll start Larry's show with a little flashback music. Nice. That's not so bad. Nobody complaining about that one. Awesome. There you go. Uh, so I've won again. Brady, you're still getting shut out this year. Got to get you fixed. You know what you need to do? Catch the Fever Festival. That's right. You need it bad. Start that. Quick, like he just cut festival. Just catch yeah. the catch fever. the fever festival. It's even better that he just throws that in. Then <laughs> it sounds like it's going to go on forever. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black, a place I had more fun working out than I have maybe ever had yesterday. Uh, just an absolute blast. I'm learning stuff. It's challenging. It is incredible. And I walk out of there thinking, man, I, I want to go back again tomorrow. If you are in the gym and you're bored or you're doing a resolution or whatever it is, or you got that Widowmaker awaiting you, I uh, highly recommend you go to a doctor first. Make sure you can do this. But uh, check out reactdefense.com. Again, it's the only thing I endorse that might save your life. And trust me, it's a challenge. It's so much more than standing on a treadmill trying to lose the weight. Uh, and if you got a few pounds to lose and you want to get a little smarter about the world around you, man, oh, man. I can't tell you. I can talk until I'm blue in the face. you got to give it a try yourself. ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. In Hollywood, the Oscars are pretty much the most important thing there is. Outside of Hollywood, not so much. They asked people uh, in 2018, what was the best picture? It's just general people like in the sticks. Yeah. The flyover country, as they call it. What is the best picture? Only 20% of them remember. Anything. The best picture. Oh, what was the best what picture? Won. I thought you were saying yeah. what's going to win this year. Yeah. Uh, no, last year. Geez, what was best picture last year? Was it La La Land or was that two years ago? I don't Incorrect remember. I don't remember. The Shape of Water. Oh, that's right. And then the year before, it dropped down to 12%. That's that fish movie, isn't it? Yep. You Moonlight was 2017. Although 20% thought it was La La Land. That's what I thought. Not, yeah. Well, because of the whole The mess. year before. Then 
It get, keeps dropping. Well, no, La La Land was the year that Moonlight, they said La La Land, it was a mistake. Remember? And then the people said, "We, yeah. it's Moonlight is best picture. we got to yep. come off the stage. Which I still think was the best moment. Yeah, nobody remembers these movies because they weren't great. They were just good. And Spotlight in 2016, Birdman in 2015. Spotlight's pretty great. You want to watch a movie that'll make you think, boy, oh boy, that one's got you. HGTV Not uplifting. is reviving the ABC show Extreme Makeover! Home Edition. Well, they do. Everything they do is an extreme makeover. Rihanna sounds like she's got a pretty good relationship with her dad. She's suing him. Mm. Ronald Fenty for trying to use the family name to exploit her fame to, for his own business ventures. Uh, Ronald and another man started a talent agency in 2017 called Fenty Entertainment. They've been falsely posing as Rihanna's managers in order to attract clients. Oh, boy. She's also trying to trademark the name for a line of boutique resorts. She already has it trademarked for the Fenty name uh, for her Fenty Beauty line and Savage X Fenty Lingerie collection. And there's a Fenty Puma line, too. No kidding. And he wants it? Oh, he's like, I just want to use my name on my business. But it'll be interesting to see how that goes down. Can't just put it with Dad? This. Seems rough. Yeah, I don't know if they could rule that necessarily. They could maybe say you can't say you're her agent. You know, get him for that. But um, no Netflix has announced its biggest price hike in its 12-year history. It's going it? to bump up $2. To what? $15, $16? 11 to 13 yeah. See, that's the thing. Everybody keeps saying that. We were talking about it earlier. It's like... You can cut cable. You're going to save a ton of money. Cut cable. Yeah. Once you do it, all those people will be like, watch this. And then it's everything so that a la carte thing is going to end up being like, hey, I'm spending 120 bucks a month just buying TV shows. But one it's at a not time. there yet. No, I know. But that's the bait and switch. But yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. Once right. the big price drops, sure. if everybody's like, we're only five or six bucks, but you got to have like nine of them. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, now we're $12. Now we're four. It's just these incremental little bumps that make you sign up and then become addicted to it. Same thing DirecTV did when they were taking over for cable. Like, we're $12 a month, man. This is so much better than your crappy cable bill. And now it's 150 bucks to have, you know, the that. It's- My guess is also, uh, you know, like last month they dropped $100 million to keep friends on yeah. Netflix. Well, that, I mean, they're definitely going to expand and they're going to need more money as they do it. But... We all feel like we're getting a better deal this way, and it's business. The better deal, when it becomes king and knocks off the, you know, cut the cord thing, you're going to be spending just as much. Paris Jackson checked herself into a treatment facility. She's not feeling good, huh? Guess not. They won't say uh, what exactly the She's reason. Hot. Or, you know, is it drugs, alcohol, mental? He's, there's something about Paris Jackson. She's smoking hot. Ivan Reitman's son will direct a new Ghostbusters movie that ignores the last one. The girl one? Yeah. Or ignores the last Ghostbusters movie? I think he says, uh, um, he says, so much respect for the 2016 version. The girl like one. to see those Ghostbusters continue. But it's plays, this is the next chapter of the original franchise. Yeah, from what I was reading, Good. it's... The, the original people can be in it, but it's, like, going to be younger. Right. Yeah. 
but it isn't the girls in it. It's supposed to be a couple guys and a couple girls. Okay, but they play pretend like the girl one never happened. Yeah. Yeah, good. Because in my mind, it didn't. It was awful. I would imagine it, maybe it's <laughs> sons and daughters, grandkids of them. I don't uh, Yeah. It's I have no problem. Crap like maybe why not just the ghosts of the originals come fight their own ghosts? Oh, yeah. Like they all died. Dan Aykroyd's yeah. ghost. Bill Murray. That's kind of how it worked. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, did you see the one that the, remember what uh, women want with Mel Gibson? Yeah. They have the new one, What Men Want, with uh, Taraji P. Henson. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. Did I say it right? Yeah. 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 I, I was just making sure I had the right person. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's the. Why, why did we need to do this? I, and, like, we're a secret. Like, it's tough to get into a man's brain. <laughs> All she's going to hear is, you got nice, lady, and, her, and that's it. That's it. I want to f*** her. I'm hungry. That's a man's brain. I wish she'd lick this. It's not a real mystery where you can make a whole movie about it. Like, oh, I wonder what he's thinking. I'll let you know, lady. I wish she'd touch my wiener. That's pretty much always what we're thinking. Or She's gross. She's hot. I'd bang that. I'm hungry. Wait for the reboot of the pickup artist. Yeah, that's going to have over a thousand men. Seriously, like, what what secret do you think Ronnie is trying to uncrack in your brain? I know you're I know you well enough to know. There's like six things you think. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm horny. I wish she'd touch it. This would look good in her mouth. I'm tired again. Is there anything else that you're like not sharing with her that she could like? I can't figure Brady out. That's a cool beer can. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Like we're you simple. Know, there's little things. Dudes are completely simple. We're not trying to overanalyze it. And when we do, we usually do it verbally. What men want the movie? Ladies, stop it. You don't need to read our minds. If you want, ask. What do you want? Touch it. Put it in your mouth. I'm hungry. Really? Is there more? Not really. I'm going to get tired in a minute. That's my next thing. And leave me alone. <laughs> Why? Just There's a thing that happens. Just leave me alone. TV's on. TV's on. Not listening. TV. You make English while I watch TV that hard. Uh, 10.04. We're done. Let's get out of here. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys uh, have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday, and we will see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! <laughs> Bye-bye. We love you. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today.